1: tuning into another episode of the panel discussion that's right no gimmicks today no bullshit we're getting right to business right now my name is Micah pew, I'm, pew, whoa. straight shooting baby that's right I shoot right from the hip that's right just like Rush Limbaugh It's hot lead that is hot, no no hot I don't want lead I don't want that lead Superman can't see through lead and you know what else Superman can't see through a good script yeah I mean no you're you're not lying uh, Matt, also, real quick, Matt isn't with us. Oh, we're going to acknowledge that yeah. right now. We're gonna, instead, instead, of like, instead, of, instead of 20 minutes into the episode. 20 like, minutes? Like, it was
2: like halfway fucking through last time. Yeah, we just dawned
1: on us. Matt's not here, oh shit.
2: Wait Shane. a goddamn minute, where's Matt? Yeah, so it's just me and Schmitty. Schmitty. Just Schmitty, hol- Schmitty holding the fort down. That's Don't right. Going to have a good time here. Last time I died, you said some bad <laughs> things about me, you son of a bitch. Ah, ah. Oh,
1: God, Sean, no, no. Uh, yeah, uh, speaking of bad things, dude Uh, of course we all had a chance I don't know, you had a chance, I had a chance I'm pretty sure our other co-host, Matt Had a chance to check out The Schneider, I am Schneider Cut of, uh, Why is that a bad thing? Uh, what? How is that a bad thing? I don't know why I it's made it a made terrible, him, yeah, it's I a made him terrible like intro Like he's, like he's like a what? Nazi
2: No, but like, uh, speaking of bad things The Schneider
1: cut Is that your opinion? Yeah, because we're at odds with each other on this one I did not like it.
0: Now,
2: how did you watch it? I mean, it's four freaking hours. Please tell me you didn't sit on your ass for four was to watch it in one sitting. I watched. Like an, a
1: purist. I watched an hour, and then I watched 38 minutes later on, and then I watched a little bit Saturday during the day, and then finished it. I uh, finished it. Oh, last night, Monday night. Yeah. All right, all right. I
2: mean, I, I washed it over three days. Oh, I, I broke
1: it up pretty evenly. That's a lot of bagel bites.
2: I, I, my, this is, ter- my tummy, my tummy, my poor guts couldn't oh. handle the pizza on a bagel. Apparently, the time that pizza's not good on a bagel is when your innards feel like they're being turned all
1: upside down. Well, see, the thing is about a pizza bagel bite is that That's a young man's food Yeah That's I a found, college I, That's a college I food I found
2: that out I feel so old today For two reasons Yep Cause I couldn't handle The bagel bites So I did Get to see my three daughters Enjoy them And they devoured <laughs> them Like vultures They get the hot sauce On there too uh, I didn't put the hot sauce on you put a little
1: salt on it I had it I had it as a
2: dip A nice little twang A ahead. little dip To dip the bagels in,
1: so you dip. Is it like a like? A, normally, like a, I was
2: gonna do like the hot. I would normally put the hot sauce on the pizza bagel bites, Okay, but I did have my children, and I they were they were kind of intrigued by this idea of pizzas on a bagel. Okay, um, as we all are. Yeah. So if I would have doused them with hot sauce, that had just been mean because then they wouldn't have been able to handle that spicy sauce. Well, maybe they should grow a little hair on their well, chest you know, like their father. I mean, uh, my 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 middle daughter she eats wasabi nuts. Really? Yeah. The the. The almonds with the wasabi and the soy? Yeah. She loves that shit. Wow. Yeah, surprising. Until she rubs her poor little eyes. Oh. I told you, you got to wash your hands better. That's the way you teach your kids to wash their hands properly. You give them spicy almonds. Yep. And then if they don't wash their hands properly, you know, you just make sure you say something real mean to them so they start to cry and they go yeah. to wipe the tears and then more tears. You should have washed your hands better, you filthy animal. <laughs> That's why we're all wearing masks because these damn kids can't be trusted. Kids are basically petri dishes. Eh, Yeah, but they bounced back. That doesn't bother them. I I don't know, man. But I couldn't eat the the bagel bites. I couldn't do it. I had one, and my guts felt all
1: upsy-daisy, topsy-turvy. Yep, young man's food. I learned I was today years old. Young man's food. That's like those kid cuisines, man or hot pockets. I can't eat a hot pocket anymore. I always burn my palate with the hot pockets. I can't wait for well, the first bite, the second bite, it's frozen.
2: That's the problem with those things. You put them in the oven yeah. or the microwave when they pop out, you want them immediately. Absolutely. And I'm you hungry. can't do that. You got to wait like maybe half the time it took to cook the item. You got to wait half of that time in order to be able to to to, to, to
1: palate and satiate and uh, start to digest that sweet, sweet goodness. The whole reason why you're eating a hot pocket is because you're in a rush. You know, you're not preparing yourself a nice gourmet meal. So this as is soon true. as as soon as yeah. that fucker mm-hmm. pops out, I'm popping it right in my mouth. It's a, p- a pocket that's hot. Yeah, yeah, you take you take a bite of it. You start doing the. I mean, I guess I try to <laughs> warn you. It's not like
2: lukewarm pocket. See, what bothered me was when they came out with Pocket. the lean pockets, but those fucks were just as hot as the Hot Pockets. I thought the lean pockets would cut me a little slack. If
1: anything, they're just meaner because they're lean and mean.
2: Oh, maybe I didn't make that connection. Yeah. Son
0: Real of, onslaught. Uh,
1: pots. So I guess the reason why we're bringing up all these tasty treats... And delicious teenage foods is because you were gonna. I was gonna. These, I was gonna
2: devour these as I watched Snyder's Justice, which League,
1: is what we're gonna talk about right
2: now. Which I I thoroughly enjoyed, but my my uh, opinion is a little biased because I do find the Snyder cut of Watchmen uh, it's probably
1: in my top ten favorite movies of all time. Okay, that in that uh, saying that now that would be like saying I like. I uh, I like Metallica's "Saint Anger" because they did Master of Puppets. See, I don't understand that reference because I don't listen to that glam rock. It's like <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's it's like saying that I uh, I'm trying to think of a Bill Murray reference for you, and it's just not I'm not grabbing it. Anyways, dude, I just I didn't really that whole 300 Zack Snyder style of fast and slow-mo for shit that didn't need slow-mo shit for. Like, it got to a point where, like, my wife and I watched this together and we were actually laughing, and it was like, let's do a shot every time there's unnecessary oh, slow motion. That's why,
2: well, that's why you didn't enjoy it. You were too hammered to appreciate. You think I would it, like co- it it's it's more? Car- no, Snyder stuff, you gotta think. You don't think you have to think. You don't think you have to think? It's explosions, and it's slow-mo, and it's... Look here, and gritty, 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 and alcohol. But you gotta think, that's some deep shit. Uh, Watchmen is deep shit. Summer Punch is Watchmen. deep shit.
1: Watchmen is deep shit. For 300 is deeper than it should be. Well, they got even deeper in the comic books. Yeah. Which they left out of the movie. Well, And by deeper in the comic books, I mean deeper within each other. Well, it Balls happens. Balls deep, to be exact.
2: Hey, you're, it's 300 of you guys.
1: And I don't see any girls around.
2: Testosterone's flowing. Yeah, you it's not gay. A man,
1: man has needs.
2: Hey, it's all good, man. You
1: and I have a really good podcast. It's because we we have this bond, this James Bond, if you will, and it brought us
0: hey, closer together. Hey, wait a minute now. Ah. Wait a minute now. <laughs> You're
1: going to go ahead and quote one of my best characters, I love that you just you start to you start to go from Sean Connery to your southern guy. No, I feel like I'm. Uh, you do Kennedy? What? No, I do. Uh, wow, well, now from, from Venture Brothers, uh, g- gentleman. I, I I I go oh, into gentleman, uh, Mr. Gentleman, or whatever. Mr. Yeah, uh, yeah, Professor Gentleman. I forgot from, what from he's Venture called. From Venture Brothers, God, who's the it. Connery
0: ripoff? Oh. Yeah.
1: Oh no! No. Top five celebrities I'd have sex with. Exactly, I- Mila Kunis. Shake, I get at. <laughs> Uh, I Oh, hey, Snyder Cut. The other reason why, too, I was, like, laughing at the whole thing is because after the 300, there was a South Park episode, which was basically a spoof of 300, where Mr. Garrison is eventually, during the season, is Mrs. Garrison.
2: scissor me timbers.
1: Well, I guess it would be, like, scissoring. Uh, But that whole episode (laughs) where, like, Mrs. Garrison makes a pot of coffee, and it's, like, quick and slow, it just reminded me so— Well, that's his directing style. Dude, like— There's other ways to direct a movie. Scorsese came up with different ways to direct a movie. No, he didn't. He did the same shit in The Irishman that he did in fucking Goodfellas. No, 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 no. no. The
2: ongoing cuts. Every director has their their fucking their their hands in the same way. Paul Thomas Anderson constantly does ongoing shots, long shots that are encompassing. He does it in all of his movies. It's one of his
1: trademarks. Well, like uh, the Resident Evil. No, or, oh, uh, not uh,
2: that. That's Paul Thomas Anderson, not Paul, a- or Paul, Paul Anderson. Paul S. Anderson. Yes, Paul S. Anderson. So who is this Evil Anderson? Hat. Paul Thomas Anderson. He did Boogie whoa, Nights. Whoa, he did Punch Love. Oh, okay, okay. The, uh, there Will Be Blood. Um,. Uh, like, uh, you know, know, the, the master he did so it, uh inherent vice did you oh, call that, that guy stuff.
1: a resident evil hack i'll have you know that man also wrote and directed event horizon thank you very much yeah that also was butchered and how much would you love to see the
2: paul ws anderson cut of event horizon i hope
1: there's a snyder cut of event horizon where well the whole it got
2: lost r- in the salt mines of kessel <laughs> Not Kessel, but they were lost. The castle the, the, the Kessel run. They, literally they put the film in a salt mine and they it got put, destroyed. Well,
1: you see, you take the film and you put the film into the salt mines.
2: How does hey, Bill Cosby Lashol- have anything to do with salt mines? Well, because uh,
1: working on a salt mine, going down, <laughs> down, down. <laughs> well, next year we're going to have uh, uh, Justice League, the the Cosby, the Cosby cut. Oh, Jesus. So many roofies. <laughs> Wonder Woman's
2: sleepy. I don't know why.
1: Well, you see, the amazon just got a little sleep of the wee
2: and the whip of the dude. I'm <laughs> just telling you, like, I, I, I thoroughly
1: enjoyed Just Real quick, it made sense. sense. it we're made gonna, sense. Real quick, we're not going to spoil anything, but we are going to talk about a couple scenes. Yeah, I mean, it made sense. There were things that were so much
2: better. I mean, Sepp and Wolf, he, he had... He had better dialogue than just draw
1: string generic bad guy toy dialogue. He was still kind of like that, but with a little bit of an arc. And it's like, I'm doing this for you, for him,
0: for Darkseid.
2: Well, not really. He's doing it so he can repay his debt so he can then not be, uh, you know. How did tr- you fuck up? He I tried, can't remember. I can't remember. It, it, was he- made, it was made a point that he tried to usurp Darkseid. He failed. Is that when he alluded to Lex Luthor? Something along those lines, yeah. yeah. So he tried to usurp Darkseed. It failed. So then Darkseed, you know, okay, yeah, you're pretty much—you have to give me 50,000 planets in order to repay oh, your debt. Oh, he's got to be working Well, all because, the time. because I mean, they still are family because Steppenwolf is his uncle. So we can't just, like, kill him because he's got maybe a little family connection there. Either way, you know, yeah. Darkseed looked cool. Um I mean, everything, it made sense. Like, Cyborg and Flash weren't just throwaway. They actually were integral to the plot, and yes, they were needed. They that, weren't just there that part's for true. no reason at Well, that was, like, because
1: Josh, Josh Whedon and fucking uh, Cyborg, they, like, hated each other, right?
2: Well, Josh Whedon, it sounded like no one liked him. Like,
1: Yeah, because he was just blowing coke and looking up fucking Wonder Woman's skirt the whole time, wasn't he? Yeah,
2: like, I mean, Wonder Woman in the Snyder Cut was a genuine badass, awesome character,
1: just... Destroying and fucking people up, like yeah, just great, great stuff. Uh, Batman, I, I like didn't, to- I did not like. I, I love Ben Affleck as Batman. I yeah. really do. I love yeah. the costume. I love how he sounds. I, I, I think he's fucking awesome. Uh, however, I didn't like his kind of a change of character in here from being like so pessimistic, and dark, and brooding, where he's just like, "Come on, guys, we gotta have faith." Because you've got to have faith. Don't sing the Fred Durst version. If you're I know. I get, did that, that just the
2: sweet, somber George Michael beautifulness.
1: One of the reasons why is because it's the end of the day, and this is where my voice is kind of raw, and I can't reach those oh, notes. Oh,
2: you got to. You, you
1: heard know. me try to do the, uh, the, the Wonder Woman theme on the ride here. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah, it was just like.
2: Yeah, I don't even know. I mean, I just knew what you were trying to get at, but your every execution time, was terrible.
1: Every time we see her, we have uh, to have that. Uh, well, yeah, that's her theme song. But every time. Yeah. How do you know it's her? I saw her. The, the only reason I knew Aquaman was there because
2: I heard my man. Every time. <laughs> Dude, I got uh, it. I got it.
1: I, not, not, this isn't really a spoiler thing, whatever, because there are actually scenes of this in the trailer. But when Aquaman shows up underneath the Gotham Harbor, because it's like, oh, hey, there's water, so it's cool. Aquaman just shows up. It's like, how the fuck did he get there? Was he just treading water outside that wall the whole yeah. time? What the... Really? Yeah. What? Waiting for that explosion to sneak in? Yeah. Buy his time. He can,
2: like f- swim super fast. He's like Superman, but in the water.
1: Yeah, but he's like in the bottom of the ocean. And yeah, yeah it doesn't I, matter. Not the other thing, too is the logistics of the movie. One minute they're in Moscow, one minute there or Chernobyl or whatever the fuck that was. See, I like Gotham, I, and see, then
2: I, I prefer that because in my mind, but the way they're traveling. But, but in my it's, mind, it's, like DC's characters always felt more godlike to me, uh, even as a kid. Where Marvel's heroes yes. felt more relatable with the everyman. So I like the fact that it's like, oh, we're here. Why Why are we here? Because look at us. We can fucking do whatever the fuck we want. We can get here like lickety split. No problem. That
1: is true. Um, I also kind of, uh, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm the one kind of taking over the conversation here, shitting on it. Uh,
2: yeah. Uh, it seemed way too far. You know fucking- what your problem is? When you see everything in the world, you just, it's all shit. You, <laughs> you sniff it up. Yep.
1: You know?
0: You yep.
2: just see shit. Right now, I'm just a big pile of shit talking to you, aren't I?
1: Huh? I'm just a big old pile of shit. See, for my eyes right now, my Asperger eyes, you're just shit sp- exactly. spitting out of your mouth. Yeah. You're going <laughs> blah, 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 blah. yeah. So I'm
2: just farting at you.
1: That's it. Just shit everywhere. Sorry, I'm so nihilistic. Yeah, I to like lighten up a little bit. I'm sorry. I, I'm trying. I'm really trying. Because clearly, Zack in-
0: Snyder didn't.
1: You got to keep in mind, guys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I'm a big Zack Snyder fan,
2: so I am a little biased, but I enjoyed it. I know you. I are. mean, don't get me wrong. I got my qualms. Like Keep I didn't. Mo- I didn't like uh, the whole Martian Manhunter thing. That just didn't fit, dude. You Dad, and the fact that it was the, Henry let's, Lennox let's from the, from, the,
1: from the other ones. Yeah, I mean, they've already released that he's in the movie. I know, but I don't want to give the scene away. But I am gonna say this, and I know our like, listeners why, that did watch. Like that was heartfelt. Why did you have the most? Yes, the most heartfelt yeah. scene and in the entire in fucking movie. And it's Martian Manhunter and not who you think it is. What the fuck? If anything, that's like an invasion of privacy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I yeah. would be mad pissed about that if I was either of those characters. But they didn't know because only Batman saw
2: him. Spoiler.
1: Fuck. <laughs> I
2: ruined it. I done ruined it. You ruined it, Austin. <laughs> and then, like, the other thing I didn't like either is, like, I mean, this kind of isn't a spoiler because we've seen it in the trailers and stuff. Like, why was Superman in the black suit?
1: Well, because he was... Yeah.
2: Like, in the comics, he wears the black suit Yeah, because he's weakened because he died. Yeah. And he came back. And he wears the black suit because he's powered by the sun. So since black absorbs sunlight more, it will power him more quickly.
1: It probably makes sense because he did actually... Fly up and do the Jesus. By the way, yeah, way to turn Superman into Jesus. He's Snyder. been
2: Jesus the whole time. Yeah,
1: but they like really slapped you in the face with that oh, Bible. They did,
2: I, well, they did it with the last one. He's always yeah, been Jesus. Did. Yeah, it's a little too much. And for my let's face. not mention the you know Immaculate Conception with with someone. Damn it. I keep spoiling shit. Stop spoiling it. I can't help it. It's been... A, everybody's watching who's listening to us. Let's be honest. Stop spoiling it. Well, you know... It's a long movie. People do stuff that they makes do. other things, and then, you know, immaculation with masturbation. You know...
1: <laughs> uh, by the way, yeah, I am shitting on this movie, but you gotta keep in mind, too, like, I watch... I Like, I genuinely love RoboCop 3, like I Oh the I, ninja one? Yeah, man, it's fun. And, and like I my one of my favorite movies is Basket Case. Like I my favorite Friday the 13th is Friday the 13th part 5. So take everything I say about the Snyder cut with a grain of salt.
2: Everybody's got different tastes, man. I hey, love man. it, you hate it, whatever. Different strokes what for different so I didn't say I what, hate it. would you say you liked uh I don't know, the things in slow
1: motion? Would
2: you, did you like the slow motion?
1: I would have preferred some. This is rated R. I would have preferred a little bit of nudity, maybe some slow motion boobs. Oh,
2: nudity with okay. Can I read you an interesting little fact that I have here?
1: Okay. So one of the, the critiques about this movie is there's just too
2: much slow motion, too many slow motion scenes. So they they broke it down, ing broke it down, and they concluded that there is 24 minutes and seven seconds of slow motion. Footage in this movie. Now, the movie itself is three hours and fifty-three minutes and seven seconds long. So that means that, um, with this movie, just over ten percent of the movie is being shown in slow motion. Oh Christ! That's Snyder for you. And I, 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 am I love
1: all of it. I know you do. Uh, I'll tell you what. The third act was a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, when they, that last, and even the first, the first time that they battled Steppenwolf was awesome. I
1: actually didn't like that. There was something, it was, oh, it was weird. I liked that. With that I think little it was crawler the, tank. The, 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 cra- the, the crawler yeah. was cool, but I don't know. I think it was like, I don't think it was like a setting, but there was something about that scene that was just off-putting to me. I couldn't get into it. It's, well, see, I'm, I'm was, also, I'm felt, also looking felt through weird. it.
2: I'm looking at it through the, the, Abomination! That was the Whedon one. Under so I know how bad that one was. This this scene was so much better in comparison to the Whedon the original one. That's true. But the ending! Oh my god, the ending is so much better. So much better. Yes. Holy shit. Yeah, absolutely. Because the original ending was like, oh, Superman's here now. Okay, we won. Yeah. Hey, why
1: save that cool Russian family? Why does his face look really weird? Ugh. Oh, oh! That's the other thing too, fans. Uh, no mustacheless, there's no weird face. Oh God, that weird, weird, weird face that they put on Henry Cavill.
2: Cavill. You know how much money they spent to fucking CGI off a mustache,
1: dude? I need like I need a new car right now, and I think about that. They spent like a million bucks to CGI a fucking mustache.
2: CG off a fucking CG mustache. off a
1: mustache. Yeah, yes, ridiculous. Yeah. It's 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 insane.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there, there's the the thing that people are, I think, speculating and expecting with how well this movie has done streaming wise. I mean, we're talking HBO Max crashed. Yeah, they said it's their highest streamed <coughs> event well, in the history of their. I mean, they're until, they're pretty until new. Hits. They're pretty new. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of sequel baiting in this. There's the. The the nightmare sequence. There's the That's another thing, man. I, the, I tease don't wanna, yeah. to the... they kinda elaborate more on the tease at the end of the original Justice League with Lex Luthor and and uh with Deathstroke. What's, what's his nuts, yeah. Uh they they elaborate more on that. Um there's the like I just said, your favorite actor of all time in there in the nightmare sequence. I can't tell you
1: how much I hated that scene. Oh, I loved it. The whole time that they're uh they're doing their little fuck fuck who dad oh, ring around it. the rosy I banter bullshit uh, i loved it dude i hated it so much because as they're doing this you got like a whole crew of people behind them and it's like they're just what are they doing just standing there
2: but it's it's batman and joker you have to give that center stage dc has been built on batman and joker for fucking decades decades can i tell you something yeah go ahead
1: that's not my joker
2: well there's there's there was a very awesome book that was just released called Three Jokers. He's, he's not your God, Joker. I hate
1: that. But there's plenty of jokers out there. I know. There's I, I know what you're talking about. That is actually pretty sweet. There's um, a lot of jokers out there.
2: There was also the tease of Adam with Star Lab. Uh uh Zeng Kai was playing Ryan Choi in Star Labs. He took over Star Labs yeah. after, you know. Yeah. Uh, he played the third iteration of Adam in the comics, so there was that uh, set up. So, I mean, I'm curious to see maybe if they do elaborate. I mean, we got Affleck coming back for f- the Flash movie. That is true. That is true. Okay, I'm I'm trying to figure out this
1: whole... Keaton
2: still hasn't 100% signed on. He says it's all going to be dependent on the script.
1: No shit. Yeah. Oh, wow. I really got my hopes up. Uh, we
2: all did. But... Uh, Batfleck is definitely confirmed. He is definitely coming yes. back. All right, I honestly, I, honest, I, think, I, I from, think this movie restored a lot of good faith, not only with the audience but with the actors in the movie.
3: Yeah, uh,
1: it, it, like I said before, guys, take everything I said about this movie with uh, take take it all with a grain of salt. Like it r- was definitely better. That's your than opinion, what we got. man. You it's, you're it's, allowed to have it's your better opinion. Th- it's better. than what we got before. If there is a sequel, I will totally watch a sequel. Um, I don't think we're going to get uh, Deathstroke and Batman to do their thing. There's, I don't there's think been rumors
2: happen. of a possible HBO Max series
1: following Deathstroke or Deathstroke and Batman. Deathstroke and Batman, which
2: was originally supposed to be the 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 Batman movie, Batman movie, yeah. yes, yes. Which I,
1: that would have been fun,
0: yeah. So
1: yeah. Uh,
2: there's two talks two of fucking two fucking older
1: older yeah. grizzled dudes going at it, yeah, yeah, and not this not this wee little young lad. With delicate features, Robert Pattinson. Which don't get me wrong, I love Robert Pattinson. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I don't, I, I, I don't want another young Batman. I'm sure it's, it's not. It's not it's, I, I don't want that. I want my old grizzled Batman. Bring me that Frank Miller Batman. Bring me that that old I've been fighting for twenty years, broken down Batman.
2: Yeah, because that's something we've never really gotten. Yeah, I want. We got more. a little bit of it in The Dark Knight Rises, but not enough. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it, that didn't, uh, but that was like five minutes until he slapped on some fancy knee braces. I wish I had those. Dude, we all do. It'd be like, we'd be like that, that guy with the the no legs
2: in the Olympics just running on those sweet blades. Oh, that guy was fast. We'd be like Steve Steve Austin, but not the wrestler. What? We'd be like the, the $6 million man.
1: Yeah, then go fight Andre the Giant dressed up like Sasquatch. No, I will not. You're going to have, have to. Feel he's going to hit me with a rock. Probably. Yeah, big rock. No. Oh. yeah. <laughs> Take that. Uh, was there any other news in regards to the later cut? Any more rumors or anything like stuff that could be or could have been? Not really. I mean,
2: um, they did release earlier today that uh, Dame Helen Mirren has officially joined the cast of Shazam Fury of the Gods, the sequel to the... First Shazam movie, and she is going to be playing a villainous. Is she now? Yes. Um, by the name of Hespera. Now, uh, I didn't know who that was, but apparently Hespera is this. Uh, uh, she is a Greek
1: god. Interesting. Um, again, going along the line of DC being gods and stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, she has, um,
2: that sounds very interesting. I'm a game for that. I kind of compare this to like when, um. What, what's her name? Was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Glenn Close. Established. Wait, what? When Glenn Close, she was in Guardians of the Galaxy. She played Nova Prime. Oh, my God.
1: Yes. I. I for some reason, my brain was in Volume 2. Yeah. So. Okay.
2: So that seems pretty cool. I'm game for that. I'm Hell excited. Yeah. For that.
1: I love the first Shazam movie. I don't know how you felt about it, but I really enjoyed it. Oh, it was fun. Yeah, it was a fun flick. Uh, well, my friend, uh, since we're still talking about DC, uh, it came out. The Rock actually just came out and said that we are approximately three weeks away from shooting. Black Adam, and I can't believe we are at the finish line with this thing, jo- uh, Johnson said in a video posted to his Instagram, and what a journey it has been, actually I can't believe it, considering how the hard work and the millions, and millions, of The Rock's fans have worked over the years, uh, because Rock actually signed on for this back when Manos- Wait,
2: is, is this movie going to take place in the jungle?
1: It's totally, it's going to be in a jungle, right? Why would it be in a jungle?
2: Well, that's the only kind of movie that Dwayne Johnson does.
1: That's not, oh God, that's all he does. Well, no, 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 not true. He was in those Fast and Furious movies.
2: Yeah, They were kind of in the jungle, weren't they?
1: Well, uh, if you consider a city, a concrete jungle, <laughs> then absolutely. Of course I do. Yeah, you take the predator out of the jungle, slap him right dab into whatever fucking city that and was.
2: Then he's got to fuck around with sweaty ass Danny Glover. Yeah. It's a heat wave, baby. I love oh, how they had oh write God. in that plot
1: because because he was, was sweating so, so
2: much. I love it. I love it so much. Yeah, it's there, a good right.
1: Movie. He was on that Fedra. Oh man, I tell you, Danny him,
2: kept him slim. Man, it's good stuff. Good stuff.
1: <laughs> I have a soft spot for Predator too. How can you not? I know. It's gold. Uh, gold. So, so this Black Adam movie uh, was <laughs> has been in the works since Man of Steel came out. Uh, back God, in, it's been that long. Yes. Jesus. Twenty fourteen. So everything is – everything pre-production is done, and they are going to finally, finally start shooting this movie. How many
2: carrots they got to dangle in front of Henry Cavill's face, face just to have, have him come back as Superman? Like, <laughs> seriously, they <laughs> want him back.
1: They totally do. Uh, I'll tell you what. He's better off as The Witcher.
2: I, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed the series,
1: but it was man, fun. they needed to give me a goddamn timeline
2: roadmap on that show. It was all over oh, the freaking place. It was, it like, was. How about you just
1: do a linear story for Pete's sake? Hey, hey, real quick, man, and I maybe I missed this. How much time is between Superman dying and this Justice League movie? Oh, just a day. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's yeah, it's one of those like it's one of those things that everybody joked about. It's like, hey, you know, you know, we're gonna kill Superman. Yeah. Oh, people gonna believe that? No, nah, but we're gonna kill him anyway. Like nobody thought he was gonna fucking stay dead. Yeah, it was a joke. Yeah, I like, then you had to get, like, had to like okay, we got Justice League. Uh, should we keep Henry off like the press tours? Yeah, but why would he be? you know promoting the movie if he's not in it you know cuz he died y'all people don't believe that maybe just he likes the movie <laughs> he liked watching it yep such a joke such a joke
1: Mm-mm-mm.
2: killing him was just stupid the whole doomsday thing was stupid the doomsday thing was so stupid and way
1: too soon yeah dumb way dumb. too soon dumb da dum 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 <laughs> that sucked uh that's all i have for uh
2: yeah, DC stuff. That's it. Uh, the other great thing. I mean, what a what a time. What a time for streaming. Like, Honestly, it had seriously what a time fucking Snyder cut to be alive. Marvel I, Studios Falcon and the Winter Soldier first episode hit. Man, that was some good character character work. Good oh stuff. Good stuff. Oh my
1: god. What How do you come back as like like Bucky? How does Bucky fucking live day to day. My That's God. why I loved it because like,
2: he's not like he's wearing the coat. Yeah. He's wearing the gloves. He's hiding his identity because I feel like in the, the world that we're being presented to, the public still views Winter Soldier as a, a terrible person, a bad person, someone who would kill and do all these awful things, which he did do, but nobody knows that he was being manipulated. He killed Tony's mom. Yeah. Nobody knows that he was being manipulated. I feel like the general public's not going to know that he was brainwashed. Yeah. They just they know he killed Black Panther's father. They know he killed Tony Stark's mother and father. Yeah. They know all these terrible things that he did, but nobody's being like, oh, yeah. Well, he was brainwashed. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So this it'll probably be like his whole redemption story. I I feel like they're gonna try. I've, I yeah.
2: I could see that. I could see that being the main arc of this. Um, but I just love the fact that he's trying to get by in a day to day thing. He cut his hair. He's trying to. You know, he's going through. He's got that list. He's seeing a psychiatrist. Going through that list of people that.
1: That's like a, he has he's to, doing a real "My Name Is Earl" bit. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think of it that way. But yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, just, I would love that if it was just Bucky just just <laughs> doing doing <a> my name's <laughs> Earl thing. Like he's hanging out with uh, <laughs> with uh, oh. a or whatever that guy is. And then just like they're like, yeah, you know, so I shot your kid in the face for no reason. Yeah, I'm trying to make things right. Because goddamn room key didn't work.
2: What a shitty fucking hotel that was.
1: Oh, God. Yeah.
2: And it was beautiful. How did that fucking key not work? Not that that would have helped. I'm sure he just would
1: have knocked the door down and killed him
0: anyway. Nice. But still.
2: Yeah. Still.
1: He'll trespass. <laughs> uh, I uh, I, didn't really. There's something about the whole, like, oh, man, the bank won't give us a loan to save our boat. Okay. Like that that, that kind of I'm, bothers I'm, I'm me. I'm just going to go down this path. Please do.
2: I couldn't stop fucking laughing because here comes Sam Wilson. Yeah. The Falcon. Yes. We've heard nothing about his family. Uh Uh-huh. All of a sudden, he's got a sister. Bingo. Who's a widower and has two kids. Mm. Now, this is my fan theory. You know who her husband was? I don't know. I'll tell you who her husband was. Well, okay, there's bubblegum shrimp and there's (laughs) crab shrimp. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it was Forrest Gump. No, it wasn't. It was
2: Bubba. God no, damn it! No, no, no. Pretty sure it was. Forrest. It was Bubba. No, she doesn't have AIDS for Pete's sake. Like Forrest he did. Didn't get AIDS either. Oh, he had
1: sex with Jen A. A got the AIDS bef- after she got uh, impregnated by. No,
2: Forrest. she didn't.
1: Yeah, she did. <laughs> and also, actually,
2: I, just I, wanna, an I just want. I just want. I just want to say that. Anthony Mackay is a shrimp-boating man. So you think she was married to Bubba Gump? Bubba, no, just not Bubba? at all, but I couldn't stop giggling to myself. Because, yeah. like, Forrest Gump and Captain America, they're like... I'm, I'm picturing, like, Steve Rogers, he's just running across America. Because he's just taking on Forrest Gump's mantle. And the Falcon <laughs> is Bubba. And he's a shrimp-boating man. I got a shrimp boat. It was Bubba Gump shrimp. And as... Shrimp, shrimp 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 scampi shrimp cocktail man <laughs> I'm sorry I couldn't help and I mean I love Forrest Gump I love shrimp alfredo I love Jumbo I shrimp love, I, like every time I see the it's I don't even know if bubble gum shrimp is still around where you can go I and even eat that stuff think that's done Is it? Yeah, that's it was a, a shame. terrible chain. It, it was a chain before the movie. It was terrible. I never went there so I I guess I'll have to take your word for it. It was
1: not good. It's like a margaritaville. Hey, man, I've had good times in Margaritaville. I, yeah, I mean, it's it's not something you're going to go and get like a good meal.
2: I had a great platter, oddly enough, of shrimp at <laughs> Margaritaville. <laughs> I remember, remember, on our honeymoon, we went to Margaritaville and Universal Studios, and I, I didn't want to eat too much because I had a good buzz going. Yeah. So I got some shrimp. And why, why, why ruin it? Exactly. That's where I found the beautiful thing of a loaded land shark. Because <laughs> Margaritaville, he makes land shark, the lager,
1: right? Oh my god! They Will. put a thing of yeah, tequila in there, yeah. and it's delicious, delicious. I, re- I remember it was. Uh, I think shortly after that, you and I hung out, and we actually did that together. Yeah, and you were calling amazing. it loaded land sharks. Yeah. You were sticking the bottle in yep. the margarita. It's delicious, man. It certainly is. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a fine argument. So make. if
2: you're gonna compare Bubba Gump to Margaritaville, then I say. Mwah. Chef's kiss. It's gotta be a beautiful restaurant.
1: I'm still watching that Harley Quinn show. Oh, I love it. God damn. The the, the Chef's Kiss scene.
2: Oh. Uh, uh,
0: uh, uh. <laughs> I'm
2: I'm I'm digging HBO Max. I'm liking the content they have to offer. Oh yeah.
1: But So much adult swim. Oh, it's so good. So good. Oh, so much aquatine.
2: But I mean back to Falcon Winter Soldier. I mean, I was I, I, my 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 highlight was Bartok the Leaper.
1: I was just gonna bring that up. Good old GSPs, back
2: Man, baby. I love. I love. They didn't even try to like. Yeah, speaking. Nah, okay. You're just gonna speak French. Just go for it. His legs will kick you into next week. I mean, he could have done a better job growing out that mustache, but I'll give him. I'll give him a pass. It's fine. It's it's fine. It's GSP. He's cool. That was cool. Um, the ending with U.S. agent. John Walker?
1: God, he looked weird.
2: Oh, no. Are you telling me the offspring of Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn looked weird to you? Uh, He doesn't Uh, look— Do I
1: got to punch you right in the damn face? No, I'm— Social distance, Will. Uh, No, he's— Obviously, I love Wyatt Russell. I think he's absolutely great. If you haven't seen Warlord, I highly recommend— Overlord. If you haven't seen Overlord, I highly recommend watching that movie. Well, he's supposed to look like a prick.
2: You're yes, supposed to hate him.
1: Yes, I know, but he just looks so goofy dressed as. Cap.
2: That's the point.
1: Yeah, that's the point. I know. I I get it. I do get it. But good god, it like it was like cringy. But I I know it's the point. It's X Pac heat, whatever. Yeah. Uh, it was just ugh, oh god. Ugh.
2: That's the direct response they were looking for.
1: Yep. And hey, they got it. Yeah. Huh? They got it. Now, totally.
2: Now, do you think? He's going to be a super soldier like in the comics. No, they kind of hinted at it with the flag, the uh, the flag smasher or the person who had the mask kicking.
1: Yeah, he um, definitely had the serum Falcon's buddy Joaquin Torres. Yep, so um, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know how they're going to take this role. I don't know if they're going to do uh, like what they did in Iron Man 3 with the. Well, I'll give you a little background on the Flag Smasher. The, you know, the Mandarin? Yeah. The Flag
2: Smasher. So, um, Flag Smasher was originally Carl Montague in the comics. And he was disgruntled because his father was killed at a U.S., like some U.S. embassy meeting. So, he created super soldiers to take down governments because he thought governments were evil. He's not wrong. Uh No. But in this show, it's been Carly Montague. so it's been gender swap role. I uh, love the actress portraying the character Kelly, uh, Aaron Kellyman. She was uh, Enfys Nest in the Solo movie. I don't know if you actually saw it. I did. I enjoyed Solo.
1: Wait, 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 wait,
2: who was she again? She was Enfys Nest, the one with the mask at the end. That's I loved her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's her. That's her. She's playing Flag Smasher. In this series.
1: Oh, no way. So, um... I'm all about that, chick. Yeah, yeah. yeah dude, I love Solo.
2: Yeah, it's yeah. One of, I thought it was a very underrated movie.
1: It's extremely underrated, and shame on everyone for not seeing it because no, they didn't don't like The Last them. Jedi. Well... No, no, shame on you. I didn't see it in theaters. Why? Because
2: uh, I was so disheartened with The Last Jedi, I was pissed.
1: It's a, it, The movie was called Solo, literally the coolest character in all of Star Wars. It was the movie I didn't think I wanted. But I. But needed. it's a movie you needed exactly. Yeah, and I love
2: and the fact that Lando was in it. I'm like, I want to see it, but I don't. I was that. That's how. I mean, I feel. I I can feel the way a lot of people felt. I was just so like, you just fucking, especially me as a white male. You just told me that I'm the the the, the devil, that I'm the
1: Sith. Well, you're wrong. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <laughs> Either
0: way.
2: I mean, uh, so I, I'm, I'm looking forward to where that character goes. I really do think that they're making a shit ton of super soldiers because even in the comics, Baron Zemo is a super soldier eventually. Yeah, I in hope the movie, that he doesn't... was not a super soldier. I want him to be a super soldier so he can hold his own in these freaking brawls. I don't. I no, don't. I don't give want it him. To s- me. Give I, it to no, me. No,
1: I don't want Baron Zemo to be strong. I want him to be the— cunning. He'll be cunning I, and strong. Uh, no, I, I just want, I want him to be thrown. He could be both. You got to be both in this Marvel universe.
2: Ah, Ah, come on. Ah. No reason not to be. I I mean, they already made Bucky a a super soldier. Yeah. So give us more. Give us more. You can't tell me that dude who kicked him out and then kicked the other guy like 16,000 feet away into the lamppost. That Flag Smasher has to be a super soldier.
1: It totally is. That or it's Brock Lesnar. I don't know. Either way. That'd be great
2: if it was. <laughs> I was going to say the, the mask comes me. off.
1: <laughs> or that weird
2: growl he does. So good, so good. So I mean, I, I mean I like the whole episode. I'm looking forward to where the show goes from here.
1: Me too, man. I think I think we get me six too. six episodes. That's I, dude, honestly, that's all I need. Yeah. I think that's that's, enough. that's that's awesome. Uh did you uh now did you see any of the easter eggs in the show? Uh I saw a few. Okay, so I'm pretty sure that the guy, uh, the, the the bank, the bank teller guy, okay. that was working at the bank, the loan officer. I think that's Mephisto.
2: Ooh.
1: <laughs> yep, pretty sure that's Mephisto. It's gotta be. I it's respect be. your logic. Yeah. Because <laughs> I read comic books and I know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> what a troll moment! <laughs> blah 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 blah. <laughs> oh. You
2: got you got something in your belly button there, Micah. What is it? It's a jewel. Oh. No. You see what I did there? Yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I didn't see. I I guess I didn't see any of the other Easter eggs. There's, I, I I don't know. I'm I think sure, I I'm saw, sure there are. I thought I saw Gary Sinise wheeling around somewhere
1: <laughs> in there. <laughs> it's on another boat. <laughs>
2: By Lieutenant Dan. And then even Falcon's got a buddy who's lost an appendage. Wait, wait, wait. I don't remember. What a that. soldiers doesn't have an arm. <laughs> yep. I got a magic
1: arm. A magic arm.
2: Makes sense. Yep. It's a retelling of Forrest Gump. That's all it is. It's all it is. Oh my god, you might be onto something. I'm telling you, it's too many similarities to not acknowledge it.
1: Yeah, Gary Sinise fell in love with an Asian woman. I uh, remember that. Yeah? Yeah, and we got yeah. Bucky. Yep. Yeah. Wow. I'm telling you, man. Too many Shit, similarities. Man. Way too this many.
2: this this is all stuff because I've watched Forrest Gump way too many fucking times. Did you I read like it that much? Did you
1: read the book? I did, and I also read the sequel book where he's in space <laughs> with the fucking monkey. like, is it is it the second book? Just like, no, the second Gump becomes friends with a monkey, and they like go to space together. I think you read a Curious George book. I don't
2: know book that with a feather. I think was in no, and the sequel is his son going to college, but he has AIDS. Apparently, it wasn't transferable at birth. Okay, did Jenny actually have the AIDS? No, I think it was just heavily implied that she She probably died of a heroin overdose. Well, you can't do that many hard drugs over see, a hard life, and not she died die. of a heroin
1: overdose, but managed to like write a will, eh, say goodbye good. to everyone. Yeah, it's all good.
2: Like not it. It was because she did too many hard drugs. Same way Eddie died.
1: Too Eddie many, Mon-
2: Eddie Munster. Yeah, Eddie Munster. <laughs> uh, there's also. Did you see that awesome training video of Oscar Isaacs? No. Yeah, they released this video of Oscar Isaacs doing this strange form of um, self-defense where he's disarming people with guns and knives and it's a
1: form of, like, mixed martial arts. I'm sorry. I know exactly what you're talking about. I did see this. Yeah, it was fucking sweet. Yeah, Yeah, that's got to be for
2: Moon Knight. And I believe there was even, like, an Egyptian
1: music... Tone they're, over it. Yeah, they're talking. It's t- gotta I, be for Moon Knight. I thought that be. was Wonder Woman's theme, but okay. Uh, <laughs> so I think it's just
2: haunting your dreams.
1: The uh the fighting style that he was using is uh very similar to John Wick. Yes. Yes. yes the uh uh quickly disarm takedowns. Yep. It so was it's awesome. not it's not a lot of punching. If you notice, John Wick doesn't throw punches no. a lot. Yeah, because he did. In, in this in this training video, you have to protect your hands. Yeah. If you, it, dude, when's the last time you punched somebody? And oh, I, it hurts. You punched me in the face before. Uh, have I? Yes. Okay. You probably yeah. deserved it. No, I didn't. Ah, uh, yeah. No, Sounds I was walking right. by in a bar. I had a full beer in my hand, and you leaned <laughs> That's over. Why to I some, deserved it. You leaned you over to somebody beer. and go, "Hey, check this out! I'm gonna punch Caesar in the face." And you just cracked, cracked me. The beer went flying. But it's one of those things, like. I'm the
2: same man who at my bachelor party, uh, I looked at my best man and I asked him if he's ever been in a fist fight. He said no. I also said no. So the participants at my bachelor party parked their cars in a circle, and we had a Karate Kid 2 a la style fist fight. Miyake! And my hands were so swollen. The next
1: morning, yeah, then you knocked him out and poured vodka down his throat. No,
2: he did that to me. I have the picture.
1: That's right. I, in my brain, I got them swapped out. Yes, yeah, hey, I got you and him swapped out. Yeah, Zach <laughs> I'm glad I left at that point because I would have staged dive on that.
2: Oh, shit. it got crazy. I know, but no, I mean, it looks awesome. This training video with
1: Oscar Isaacs, it, it looks, looks amazing. I'm looking forward. I'm glad he's Moon Knight. Me too. I'm glad it's I him. was when
2: it was announced months ago.
1: Yeah. I loved it.
2: Yeah. I'm so, pumped.
1: I'm really pumped for that.
2: There's also talks that we're getting a Hawkeye spinoff. The Hawkeye show with uh, Jeremy Renner and... Oh, what's her name? From... Uh...
1: Yes. She's
2: playing Kate Bishop. I will say that.
1: Ah, Jesus. Uh, I Jeremy Renner is... He's in a little hot
0: water, but he'll, he'll get out of it.
1: He's been in hot water for a while now. He has, yeah. and it's it, it
2: was it domestic, domestic, and yeah, a bunch of different. That was that was like almost at least
1: a couple years ago.
2: It Was before it was before it was before,
1: before Infinity War. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah he was definitely in a little bit of trouble, uh, but I, I think a lot of it was like drug related. And if there's one thing that we do is we forgive you if it's drug related.
0: Yeah,
2: if it's drug related, you just have problems.
1: Yeah, unless you're Chris Brown. In that case then, whatever. Go ahead, beat Rihanna. No one gave a shit about that,
2: except for Rihanna.
1: Yeah, I know. fucking uh, everyone's going nuts about I, I, I anyways, that's going to be that's that's yeah, I know. I'm going to go off on a thing here. I don't want to go off on a thing. I, I'll <laughs> I'll go off on a fucking thing, but I don't want to go off on a thing.
2: Is that what 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 kind of thing? It's just a
1: thing. Don't worry about it. Oh,
2: okay. Okay. <laughs> makes sense
1: yes you got anything else over there Kittle?
2: uh yeah i mean uh there well the, the spin-off is going to be uh focusing on the character echo and echo has been confirmed for hawkeye uh so that's possibly getting a spin-off now echo is like daredevil but instead of sight it's hearing oh cool yeah
1: very cool yeah, i not. She's, thought... she's
2: big in the daredevil uh genre of comics so i'm not
1: really aware of echo yeah. yeah
2: yeah i wasn't for a while but i liked daredevil and and they had a kind of a, a comic arc that was pretty good so that was great she um, knew her? yeah a little bit a little bit um i think before you mentioned a little bit of mortal combat spoilers ahead so if you don't want to be spoiled about this movie Plug your ears. I'm going to sco- go blah, 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 blah. I'm going to plug my ear holes right, right. now. So, apparently, uh, the Funko Pops that oh. we all know can spoil a movie have leaked a image of one of the Lewis Tan character, Cole Young, in a full Scorpion outfit. Cole Young is Scorpion. He's a descendant of Scorpion. So, he's not Scorpion. Well, he's going to become Scorpion because Scorpion is a heritage bloodline.
1: So there's multiple Scorpions the way there's multiple sub-zeros? Yes, it's a bloodline thing. So like, you become the Scorpion? Yes. After you've been stung by the majestic Scorpion itself. I hear if it's a big Scorpion, you're okay. But if it's a tiny Scorpion, you're not going to have a good time walking it off. Not at all. Okay, that's, so is it going to do a thing like where, you think it's going to be like Scorpion is going to get killed by Sub-Zero, and then Cole is going to become Scorpion? And I then, think like the flashback and then kill, scenes and we then, saw? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, like okay. That. And then he'll kill Sub-Zero, and then Sub-Zero will turn into Noob even, Sabot. Even in the trailer, they showed that like he had the mark
2: that got him into Mortal Kombat. Yeah, the Mark of Cain. Yeah, exactly. You know, it, it is what it is. I'm game for it, though. I like it. Um, Dude, I'm
1: pumped as shit for that. We have less than a month for that movie.
2: Exactly. You know, Yeah, I can't, that that was like, that's probably my most hyped um,
1: thing with HBO Max is Mortal Kombat. What do we got next week? Next week we have uh, Kong vs. Godzilla, right? Yeah, yeah, that looks great. Yeah, that's, my, that's pretty, pretty exciting. Godzilla's in there. I wish I didn't know that but well, yeah. Well, yeah, they publicized it. They I know the they figures. did. I, I know. Mean, like
2: people, I mean, we all knew. It was probably one of those things where like everybody's kind of connected the dots. Let's
1: just market it so we can make more off of this I as just miss the days where I was shocked.
2: We've all we've all we've had this discussion and those days are gone because of the internet. Beep pop, boop computers. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking internet. Fucking internet ruined all the magic of the world. Fucking all that shit up. You mean they put the rabbit in the hat before they pull it out of the hat?
1: Oh, you see, you take the rabbit, put it in the hat.
2: I got it. Put the jello, put the the, the little mix of the the, the water. Ah, Oh, I totally forgot about this. Holy piss balls. Breaking news. Breaking news.
1: Finally we're gonna get that goddamn Black Widow movie. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah, dude. That's like finally. what Finally. Uh what's the date for it again?
2: It is gonna be put on Disney Plus and a theatrical re- release on May seventh. Yeah. So they're finally, like, yeah, okay, just release the fucking thing. So is it gonna be free on Disney Plus? Nope. Uh-huh. Thirty bucks for subscribers. <laughs>
1: 30 30 bucks for
2: subscribers
1: i don't have a tv big enough to enjoy a 30 dollars movie
2: well that
1: sounds like your
2: problem <laughs> that's a yp not an mp i'm
1: going to the movies hopefully you could probably
2: with the way movies cost now you could probably buy a tv at for the same price <laughs>
1: Ooh, do you think ticket prices are going to be go up when the movie re- movie yes. theaters reopen? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You know what, dude?
2: God damn, I can't imagine I will, what popcorn's going to cost. I don't
1: care. I will pay You're it. You're going to have to fucking mortgage your house to get a bag of it. The key is is to bring your own bag of popcorn and your oh, own Oh, like, no, they're going to they're going to frisk people at the fucking door. No, you got to like it, They're going to enforce it like they never have enforced it before.
2: You think they're so? going to, yeah. No open, outside food or beverages are going to be Open fucking, your purse. Yep. What's in the basket?
1: Gonna What's in like, the fucking gonna, basket? It's going to be like the airport. You're going to have
2: walk. to go through a medical, metal
0: detector. And you walk in with like a bottle or
1: something. Yep. You have to pour it out. Yep. No, no, no. Only four, two ounces of two liquid. Two ounces. <laughs> Sir, this is my visine. Pour it out. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. my insulin. You want to see the movie? Exactly. Exactly.
2: So That's uh, a shame. Uh, uh, I mean, these streaming services, they're just, you know, we got HBO Max. We got Disney Plus. Don't, we got Paramount Yeah. Plus. We got that peacock, the peacock, cock, cock, poor Netflix, The people who started it all. They're just desperate.
1: Those meat tuggers put out a documentary about Blockbuster, which is the weirdest flex ever. They are hurting. They will buy anything. Oh, yeah. To them.
2: Yeah. Any so, documentary. So uh, this, uh, I don't know if you've heard of this actor. Uh, I'm going to see if I can pronounce this. Can you? Kinu? Mm. Kinu Reeves? Kinu Reeves. It sounds foreign. So apparently he produced this comic called Berserker. You gotta take the vowels out of it. Oh. Berserker. Berserker. Uh, so apparently Netflix has bought the rights. Shut the fuck up. Yup.
1: The very comic you read not in one but two
2: weeks ago? this very podcast two
1: weeks ago go back two episodes listen to it so uh yeah they're doing a live action film with keanu it's a film not a series a film
2: okay and then they're gonna follow that up with an anime series to follow it up <laughs> so the live action film is going to uh they said it's going to cover the 12 issue arc that is in the comics that have yet to be released I got uh, they, one yeah, issue. I think one issue has been released. They already bought the rights. That's how desperate Netflix is, folks.
1: Is it desperation? No, or they, is they, it they probably it, just know. I'm, I'm sure, think it's, Kean, I'm yeah. sure this Keanu Reeves gave <laughs> all 12 issues so they hey, can read it. I think this will
2: make him a star. Uh, he's already been one. And he's been one time and over again. So uh, the anime series that follows it up, that's going to like expand on the universe of this comic.
1: Well, The Expanded Universe, which I don't know fuck all about because Neither, there's one, no, there's one no comic out. No one
2: does. So how great is that? If you're a Hollywood actor, you can produce a comic book, and within maybe a month, Jesus. you're going to get a fat check from Netflix. I mean, how much
1: money did they give Adam Sandler? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Adam Sandler's Netflix contract. I remember reading it like a year ago back it when Hubie Halloween bananas. came out. It's a ridiculous budget. It's yeah. a budget like you would give somebody like – Snyder. When
2: you when you look at his movies, they're literally just him and his friends going on vacation and filming a movie in that location.
1: Eric, uh, right, I'm going to say it. And, 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 yet and again, I'm not even mad at him. No. Good for you, man. Yet again, Good this, for is, you. this is somebody that just got done shitting on the Snyder Cut. I actually love Hubie Halloween.
2: I loved um, Blind Date with uh, David. It was a blind date. The, the David Spade one. The wrong, The wrong Missy. The wrong Missy. That's the one. I don't know that one. Oh, so it's David Spade. He goes on a date with a girl named Missy. Then he goes on another date with a girl named Missy. And then he texts the wrong Missy to go with him on this all-inclusive resort. Hilarity ensues. Yes, all the hilarity. Guess what
1: happens at the end? If Chris Farley was still alive, he would be Missy. He totally would have been Missy in a wig. No. Because, you know, you can't.
2: Unless he comes out as trans.
1: It's Gen X humor, dude. You could get away with it's it. It's all good. Gen X humor is fine.
2: Either way, uh, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. But, yeah, I mean, they, they had a huge, like, Adam Sandler had a huge contract. And it's just him and his buddies making movies in exotic
1: locations. Oh, so exotic. Hey, good good for the Sandman, alright? I'm not even mad. Uncut Gems was a gem. I have yet to see it because uh, he's he's
2: like if you have you seen Punch Drunk Love? Oh yeah, I have. Okay, so yeah.
1: it's as good as that. Okay. As far as his performance. Punch Drunk Love was very boring, but Adam Sandler was phenomenal. Jesus,
2: man. Do you, can you even watch character studies?
1: Oh, I don't know. Was it Sleepaway Camp Part Three? Then chances are I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. You have ADHD, man. I, I sure do. Fuck, you have ADHD. God damn. I sat through a four hour movie. Sure, it took me five days, but I did it. And you hate it
2: every goddamn minute. Of Not
1: it. every minute. You hate it all I really like that part when that Amazon chick comes up and you hear, oh, oh. oh, oh,
2: oh. <laughs> Gold. Gold. Uh, you know, we've, we've been covering some toy news. And uh, I know we're all big Star Wars fans. So they announced that finally, you know how Kathleen Kennedy said that, you know, Star Wars is not like Marvel. I don't have decades of backlog to count on. Well, guess what, you
1: dumb bitch? Every time we bring this up, my ears, my ears actually, I can feel my the tips of my ears start to get hot. So every time we bring up this conversation
2: they are finally releasing a black series comic series where they're going to give us some characters from the comic books that Kathleen Kennedy the person who's in charge of Star Wars had no idea existed uh we're going to get okay I'll, I'll try to cheer up put on a happy face yeah uh, yep. we're going to get Darth Maul in a from the comic Sith apprentice where he's shirtless you see all his tattoos? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Looks awesome. Cool. Uh, we're going to get Kirkanos, who is one of the Emperor's Royal Guard from the Crimson Empire arc. Kathleen, if you're listening, you should probably read that. It's a pretty good arc. Good stories you can pull from there. Uh, then we're going to get Luke Skywalker. Now, this one kind of seems lame because it's from Hair to the Empire. But he comes with a Ysala Mari, which is a creature that uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn used to wear around his shoulders because it negated force powers. So, like, if Obi-Wan came up to him and he tried to rape him, uh, Grand Admiral could go, like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do what you're saying I should do. He will take your pants off. <laughs> He'd say no because he's got this being on his neck. That would negate Force powers. So, yeah, Uh, Kathleen, if you want to uh, improve Grand Admiral a little bit, you can read that comic book, you know, the one you don't know about, to, you know, boost some of your Star Wars knowledge. But the best one of all is we're getting Jackson, which is a green rabbit humanoid man with a red space jumpsuit. Now, this character is amazing because he's from, like, the old-school Marvels, uh, the the 70s Marvel Star Wars comics. I going
1: to say, I don't know who Jackson is. No, uh,
2: like, he is, like, so after Star Wars, Marvel acquired the rights to Star Wars in a comic form, and they yeah. produced comic books to continue the story, not knowing that there was going to be an Empire Strikes Back, yeah. not knowing that there was going to be a Return of the Jedi. So these comics have a little to no relevance, I should say. Uh, and this character is awesome. He's just a green rabbit. He teamed up with Han and Chewie numerous times for countless amounts of capers.
1: Getting in all sorts of trouble.
2: It's good stuff. So these figures are coming out. They're going to be a little price premium, about 25 bucks a piece, but they're totally worth it. They look awesome. I can't wait. That's cool, dude. I'll have to check those out. Yeah, they look great. Um, Lego with Star Wars. We're going to get a Vader and Scout Trooper helmet bust made from Lego. As well as a full-scale probe droid. That's cool. Good stuff. The The helmet collection is pretty Wait, wait, wait. A full-scale probe droid? Well, like, toned down. Like It's probably going to be, like, maybe 12 inches tall. Dude, I don't care. That's so cool. Are you going to get that? Probably not. I just do, like, more of the play sets, not the helmets and the statues. These are going to be, like, statuesque.
1: (sighs) That's fucking cool, Will.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, it's just not my forte. I gotcha. I don't swing on that vine.
1: No, you don't dig on swine?
2: No, I do, but I just don't swing on that red vine.
1: Okay. I'm more of a twizzler. I I, I
2: don't like licorice. Mm. Uh, we did get an announcement from NECA.
1: NECA wafer. Oh,
2: I, I, thank you. Go ahead. Yeah. NECA, uh, they are going to release an ultimate shredder from the, uh, TMNT 2. The secret of the ooze. Oh, good old Kevin Nash. Uh, well, that's where you go, ninja. You go, ninja, and you go, mm. ninja, ninja rap, ninja, ninja rap. You know, looks great. Really, it's probably true. just going to be a rehash of the shredder from the first movie, but instead of a a nice succulent burgundy color, you're going to get a nice purple hue.
1: A purple, to your purple aw. shredder. Yeah. Yep. Um I'd still uh, I say real quick back on that secret of the use thing, man. As a kid, it really chapped my ass that Rock it wasn't Rocksteady and Bebop Oh, you and me both, man. Yeah. You would why, both. Why, why, oh. why? Why didn't we have Rocksteady and Bebop I Now we got C G now we got fucking <sighs> CGI, Rocksteady, and Bebop we gotta deal with so bad. I know.
2: Well, it was a missed opportunity. I would have loved
1: youth. to have had But I still
2: like, love Toka and Razar to this day. Oh, like, they're great. Yeah. They Don't get so me wrong, good.
1: they're awesome, but I know. like I know. Yeah, come on. That was my
2: big concern with those movies as a kid. Like, why aren't these following the the, the, the cartoons? Where, like, the first one, it got, it, like, it's a masterpiece to me now. First it's dark it, as it, hell, it, dude. It followed the comics. Yes. Where the second one didn't follow the comics at all. Yeah. Didn't follow the cartoon at all. It was its own thing. It was its own little thing. Now goof, goofy, I, goofy I love thing. Thing. it. The second but, one? Yeah, now I love it. But at the time, I was like, ah, oh, missed the opportunity. And yeah. I won't even talk about the third one. I still, to this day, fucking, when those turtles go in time... Fuel Japan. God, that's awful. And it the suits are awful because the they fucking are, the dropped Jim bad. Henson. Yep. Oh, yuck. They look just gross. Yuck. They look really gross. The only good thing about that movie is when Casey Jones came back. That was it.
1: Well, sure. They found him in like a like a, cage, didn't they?
2: I don't even know. Damn, yeah, whatever. It was awful. Whatever. Awful. But no Kino. They just dropped Kino like a bad habit after two. Yeah. But more... Importantly and more excited is NECA is releasing uh there's a John Carpenter movie. Name your favorite John Carpenter movie. Uh that would be the thing. Oh. Ding 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 ding. We have a winner. So they are finally yep. releasing a RJ McCready figure that looks fu- fucking.
1: Nominal, dude! I'm so pumped for that. I checked that out too. It has it, shut I, up and take my money. Oh my god! Yes, that is. uh Is that in one of the shadow box looking things that they're? Yes, it's going to be an ultimate Good.
2: figure. So you're going to get like a a shot at the top of the thing, movie motion. Yeah, and then dude. Open it up, bam! Window box. R.J. McCready, he's going to come with two heads. Yep. One with the hat, right? Sans hood.
0: Yeah. One
2: with hood. The sombrero will be removable. Yes. He comes with a shotgun, sunglasses, and, of course, a bottle of whiskey and a glass full of whiskey. Wasn't there—he doesn't come in with a flamethrower? I didn't see it. He very well could. I know they add on a lot of uh, extras. I just hope he comes with that fucking cheating piece of shit computer. (laughs)
1: I hope he comes with a little Petri dish with blood.
2: Oh, that'd be great, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. I just hope – I I can't. I love the thing. I still have my fucking McFarlane Movie Master thing figure. It's really? From like, fucking 1997. Uh, uh, wait. You do? Yeah. Oh, man. They released two. They released the Blair thing. Yeah. Which was a shit figure because yeah. it was just, like – it was the fucking dog – fucking monster at the end that looks like crap. Yep. But then they released the Norris thing, which was like the chest being separated with Norris coming out. The and then they released yeah. the head, which was with the spider head. Oh, oh so good. You gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> oh, so good. So yeah, good. well, fuck you too. I just want a fucking Wilford Brimley toy. That's all I want. What? Give me a Wilford Brimley toy. I'll kill you. So good. So I, John good. Carpenter is my favorite. I can't director. tell you how many times I've said that in a wrestling match. I can't even tell you. I can't even express how many times I've done that. can't tell you how many times I've said that at the bar. Yeah. It's just Wilford Brimley's gold. Not that he had diabetes. That he will kill you. A
1: mustacheless, mustacheless Brimley. If you haven't
2: seen John Carpenter's The Thing, you're doing yourself a grave disservice.
1: You certainly are.
2: And you need to go watch that movie now. Right now. I I would even say pause this.
1: Yeah. Go watch the movie and come back. I would Wait. say hands down Wait. the greatest. Okay, you're welcome. The yeah, greatest, you yeah, it. the you greatest remake it. ever.
2: Uh, yeah, I'll agree. I'll hands agree.
1: down, best remake of all time. The thing. I agree.
2: I, uh, you want to read some of these books that we got? I think they're in comic form.
1: I am they're flimsy.
2: I mean, mm-hmm. I'm I'm ready to do
1: it, but I think I more importantly, Matt Johnson. Let's hand it over to you, buddy. Let's have Matt read us something. Start us off on a strong foot, my friend. All right,
3: Matt, take it away. Uh, What up? What up, guys? Uh, Thank you again for the opportunity to continue contributing to the show as I'm working my crazy, crazy overnight hours. Uh, We're going to continue on with House of M. We have two issues left, including today's. This is number seven uh, of our House of M, our ongoing House of M storyline to kind of follow in the footsteps of WandaVision, as I've mentioned in the past. Uh, So let's, uh, let's I mean, I guess let's get into it. Leaving off, uh, leaving off last week, the, the this this ragtag team of, excuse me, various you know superheroes whose whose minds have been freed by at the help of that uh, the mutant girl Layla, I believe was her name, um, they amassed. mass. They're going to attack the house of M and free it, and of course they're also looking to find Charles Xavier, who they want to. Uh, Obviously, how could you not want Charles Xavier on your side in any sort of uh, imagination? They they thought he was in a garden that Magneto had, and uh, he, it turns out his body is not. The the location of Charles Xavier is still a mystery. So, anyways, we kick off, and the battle is just fully, fully onward. It's a bunch, you know. Obviously, these heroes that we've mentioned against the House of M's like royal, like royal guards. Uh, it doesn't seem like there's too many. Uh, original characters, just just like just soldiers, I, I, I guess. Uh, it goes over quite a few different, uh, quite a you know a few different panels. Really, really cool panels at that. Just action sequences, a lot of uh, a lot of destruction, a lot of violence, and I am all for it. Uh, Doctor Strange goes into his astral form and goes and finds the actual location of Scarlet Witch inside the House of M's uh, building and, and and speaks with her. Speaks with uh speaks with the Scarlet Witch and talking and she's there playing with her children and, and Doctor Strange is explaining what's going on and trying to figure out uh where where Charles Xavier is and why did Wanda go forth and do all of this Doctor Strange comes to find out that uh when in issue number one the Avengers and X Men went to go confront uh. Went to go confront Scarlet Witch, and when they disappeared, what actually you know what actually transpired? Why where did Magneto, Quicksilver, and Scarlet Witch go? So uh, it goes back to this conversation that Quicksilver and Magneto had um, way back. Like I said, way back in an issue one. It, obviously, we didn't see it in issue one, but uh, it took place around that time. Quicksilver's you know you know just complaining. He goes, Xavier, everybody, the Avengers, X Men, they, they're meeting right now and. I was just there, and they're agreeing they want to kill the Scarlet Witch. Um, they're going to decide there's no other way, and they're going to come here and kill her. My sister, your own daughter. And Magneto, his response was, Pietro, they may be right. Quicksilver's in just absolute shock and and shock and awe. I swore my upon my life to protect her, first from you and now from them. The Avengers were our family, and now they're going to kill her. And you agree? And Magneto goes, what would you have me do? And they sh- they show a clip. Doctor Strange is kind of watching all of this un- unfold, uh, watching all of this happen, and Quicksilver's getting very, very emotional. They're going to kill her, and Magneto res- you know, screams back, what would you have me do? And Quicksilver is left crying. Magneto, um, obviously in a very tough spot, but Quicksilver as well, I- we all know the relationship between Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, one of my favorite brother-sister bonds in all of fiction. Um and how how much how protective he is of her. Uh, Quicksilver goes back to, to, to see you know Scarlet Witch in bed. And she's like, you know, you shouldn't yell at him. Um, Pietro, he doesn't respond well. And Quicksilver's like, Quicksilver's like did you hear? And, uh, and Scarlet Witch is like, yes, my friends are coming. And don't be mad at me, but when they do, I'm not going to fight them. So she's almost willing to die, uh, it sounds like, from this. And Quicksilver's like, I'll take you from here. And she responds, "They'll follow." And he's like, "No." And she goes, "I will fight them for you. Um, uh, you know that uh, I won't let them take you from me again. I, I, won't. I." And Scarlet Witch responds, "It's over." He's like, "No, it can't be. She should have ended months ago." And she goes, "I'm a. Am I a coward for not wanting to kill myself? Am I a coward for not wanting to kill myself, even though I know I should?" Uh, but you know that's just some some of the dialogue, back and forth dialogue, and Quicksilver just does not know how to take it. Scarlet Witch obviously knows the danger of her powers, but Quicksilver starts to connive a little bit. He starts to get inside her head. You know, you could, you could take it back. You could make everyone happy, you know, and that's basically what this illusion was until everybody started to figure things out. That's why in Book 2, uh, you know, Peter Parker woke up to quote-unquote Gwen Stacy because Gwen Stacy was his first love. You never forget your first love. There's a lot, you know, uh, there's a lot, the, all, everything that you've seen, all the distorted reality, that was because Quicksilver coaxed Scarlet Witch into doing it. And Doctor Strange is watching all of this, you know, in the past, uh, just blown away. And, it, it you know, it comes to find out that Magneto had nothing to do with the House of M. It was all Pietro. It was all Quicksilver. In an attempt to make everyone happy at that, Magneto's mind gets unlocked, uh, eventually, and Magneto freaks out, absolutely freaks out. Uh, he, he yells at you know at Pietro, "What have you done in my name, boy?" Quicksilver replies, "You were going to let them kill her." And Magneto goes, "You use her and you use me, and I would have never allowed this." And you've destroyed everything and everyone. And Magneto throws a bunch of stuff on it. Uh, just throws a bunch of metal, like it looks like some of the sentinel pieces from the thing that he broke uh, in the, at the end of the last book. And he goes, and you use my name to do it. And he just destroys Quicksilver. Just absolutely destroys him. Th- you know, Quicksilver's just shot. Just in tattered, his clothes are ripped to shreds. Scarlet Witch comes down from her hiding spot and goes to check on him. And it looks like she almost, there's blood everywhere. It looks like she kind of brings him back to life. And she's kind of defending him. She goes, he... You know, he only wanted you to be happy. Look what you've done to us, Daddy. Pietro was right. You you ruined us before we even had a chance. Why would you treat your children this way? Babies, why? And she's just back and forth. Uh, she's very, very upset with how everything is kind of unfolding. And at the very end of this book, leaving a huge cliffhanger for book eight, the final book, I believe it is, uh, next week, she goes... Daddy, and everyone's like, oh, no. She goes, no more mutants. And you see Quicksilver disappear, Emma Frost, Cyclops, Storm, Wolverine, and it just big explosion. And that's the end of the book. So a massive one. Uh, you know, obviously, we all know that WandaVision drew some influence from the House of M storyline, a little, uh, just some of it. And obviously, it's not a perfect recreation um so now you're kind of getting to see a little bit of the originality of course i'm sure many of you have read this comic book before i just like relaying it this is a brand new experience for me and i'm happy to relay it to you guys so thank you so much for listening and enjoy the rest of uh, this episode of the panel discussion
1: Hoo-wee, Matt! Hoo wee! oh that sure was That sure was
0: thanks oh, buddy oh
1: boy that sure was good he's getting better at doing them voices Ain't he? He's like a
2: ventriloquist. He throws that voice from here to there and everywhere. It's good stuff, man. Yeah,
1: that'd be a good rap, by the way. What? Ventriloquist rap? Yeah, ventriloquist rap. Here, there, everywhere. Throw my voice, throw my voice. It's not rap. That was just me doing like a Tim and Eric thing.
2: It's all good, though. I'd I'd buy that for
1: a dollar. All good in the hood.
2: Buy that for
1: a dollar. Uh, Well... I will. Uh, I'm gonna take away here, buddy. If you don't mind, let's hear how Star Wars should have ended. Okay, so we are going back to Duel of the Fates with uh, the uh, the Colin Trevorrow uh, script that was scrapped, and of course, uh, you guys v2 script the- scrap, the scrap script. script. Dude, you're such a good rapper. I uh, one of the things I'm gonna come right out right now, and the opening scene here is uh, this is issue two. We have a, uh, what appears to be Darth Vader-esque ship, uh, strolling on up to Coruscant.
2: Strolling? Strolling. swinging his cane? Swinging,
1: swinging on, swinging Whistling on down the Coruscant. Here is something that really, really, really bugs the holy piss out of me. Why did we not get Coruscant in any of the new movies? Too much money. They didn't the- want to acknowledge his past. That's they
2: had no idea so that they had stupid. dozens and dozens and decades and decades of previous works of literature that they could have relied on to help them flush out this script.
1: All right, Need guys. I say more? Yeah. All right, so let's get to Coruscant. We have the capital floating over the city of Coruscant. Of course, as we know, down uh, down, kind of in the underbelly of Coruscant, that's where like all the— all the, the the riffraff is whatever. Well, everybody's sitting pretty up high in the Capitol building. Uh, we see the First Order Capitol towers over the city. A jagged structure balancing on the surface like a spinning top. The graph, The craft flies past the streets, rife with despair. Immigrants from a thousand systems all seek a better future for their children. A dirty propaganda billboard reads join today obviously for the first order and somebody has painted don't overjoin. uh and then we get to we get to a bunch of troopers they're in a crowd they're doing some crowd service right now and then you see uh hux there's a big hologram of hux and there's a big gathering of all different types of species and there's a stage and hux is up there like a piece of shit he is uh, today another conspirator stands charged with treason and here we have poor uh Biscova from Kuat from the first issue there that, that is uh, he's a Bothan he is a lot of Bothans died uh and
2: oh I've seen that execution thing in the 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 art to the picture That looks awesome.
1: Yes. There is a guillotine that they strap uh, Biscova to, which has almost like a lightsaber-type laser beam. And it just drops uh, and will sever your head, whatever. But before they do that, uh, we have uh, Hux just rambling on, Let this day remind us of the consequences of defying our supreme leader. Kylo Ren is not without pity, just as this traitor is not without remorse. And so he offers to spare this man's life in exchange for the location of the Resistance base. And, uh, you know, being a true badass, uh, Biscova is just screaming, Kafa Rabiva! Torah Familia! Kafa Rabiva! Tora Familia! Uh, which I'm guessing is basically saying, fuck you, I won't do. <laughs> is, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me! Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me! He's just screaming Rage Against the Machine lyrics, and Hux is going, so be it. Wait uh, a
2: minute. Did they not like our government, that band? What's that? Did that band not like our government and the way the world was
1: going in the 90s? Yeah, man. Maybe at the time, but Rage Against the Machine are just capitalists like everyone else, charging 300 bucks for a ticket, buddy. uh yeah so we get uh 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 poor old bis he gets his head lobbed clear off and then we see uh chancellor Hux. he looks down at thousands of gathered the people are uh, have a distant blur from up here he's looking down from the capitol building uh which appears to be palpatine's old office uh and then we have uh commander selix uh comes walking in he looks like a he looks like that guy that's going to sell you OxyClean. And he's going, sir, they're here, waiting in the war room. Uh, and then you have Hux walking into the war room. There's a few different species around the table. And you hear Hux going, Lord, get ahead. I assure you the stolen destroyer will be found. Uh, and they're going back and forth about the, the stolen destroyer that Poe, Ray, and Finn commandeered from the last issue. And, of course, we have the Knights of Ren that are going after them. Uh then we get some guys at the table uh talking, uh there's an alien there, he looks really pissed off, kinda looks like Prince Zizor, but uh it's Skywalker, they believe in uh sorry, that's my palpatine voice. It's Skywalker, they believe in him, not the law, and his apprentice, this girl Jedi, She's become a symbol of hope. Uh and then you got that spider thing from the Clone Wars, uh, I, they believe she will destroy you. They will, oh, they... shit, that is him. Yes, 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 yes. I forgot his name. They believe I they will destroy you, Hux. <laughs> and your master. Kylo Ren is not my master. Kylo Ren is no master, certainly not mine. The Knights of Ren have been dispatched to eliminate the Jedi. Aye. You have one of the other creatures. Our fate is in the hands of zealots. Where is Kylo Ren? The Supreme Leader will return when he acquires the knowledge he seeks. When? Soon. And then we get to Mustafar, Darth Vader's castle. Again, let me go back to this last movie we got. The opening scene with Kylo Ren on that planet, grabbing what looks like a Horcrux, but apparently... Not a Horcrux, Jesus Christ. A Sith holocron, which apparently wasn't a Sith holocron. That planet was Mustafar. Apparently the planet, uh, the lava died out and it was returning back. Lazy. To the it, very, very lazy. lazy I, I really think
2: that, I mean, Lego doesn't do a whole lot off the cuff. They released Vader's castle in Lego form. I really think that that was going to play an intricate part originally in this movie in this movie and they Agreed. just didn't do it.
1: Why the hell would they introduce Vader's castle in Rogue, Rogue One, One yep. if they weren't going to have more of Rader of Vader's castle in the Last Jedi, or in on uh, not Last Jedi, but at least Rise of Skywalker. Like those two movies, should have they? They are sh- exactly. It should have ended on Mustafar. You like, don't have to do a trilogy if you weren't done yet. Just give us another filler movie.
2: Yeah, finish yeah. it at ten.
1: They could have. They, they could have did a gimmick where nine was two episodes. Exactly. Yeah, nine, nine, and the nine point five. Whatever. Just you know, shit, dude.
2: Hey, you know what? You know what? I'm looking the at internet- you right now. You know what I see? Huh? I see shit coming out of your mouth. Just you're spewing shit. <laughs> All over the place. Yep. Not with this comic, but with what did happen. This comic—it—it—it it, it, it bothers me that this man probably made this comic for pennies. Yep. But someone who was hired by Disney wrote the script and made millions upon millions of dollars, and they did a shit job compared to this.
1: This is so good. This is seriously so good. It's so—it's
2: we- not—it's not like I wouldn't say it's so good, but comparable speaking. In comparison to what we got, this is amazing.
1: I really like this, and what's coming up next here, I think our listeners is gonna is gonna agree with me that this is absolutely incredible. So we get to Mustafar, we see a cloaked figure in the distance staring at the castle, and of course that's Kylo Ren. Uh, Kylo Ren, he ignites his his weird, shitty lightsaber. Uh, tiny creatures they scurry uh, at the disturbance. A haunting wind blows against Kylo's cheek. Leave me oh, alone. So cool. Ugh. Sorry, I will not do the Napoleon Dynamite thing for it. <laughs> uh. And uh, we see Luke Skywalker popping up next to Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren looks a little disheveled here. He has, uh, it's more than a five o'clock shadow. Uh, it's a lot of scruff. And you see it's Luke. This is where the dark path leads an empty tomb. And where did your path lead? You're a ghost. I know what you're searching for, Ben. Snoke promised you strength, but you feel hollow. Soon I will be more powerful than any Jedi, even you. Are you sure? Kylo spins and swings at an empty space. Whoosh, and then you hear, go home, Ben. Go home to Leia. Kylo, he is fucking shook from this. But then floating across, uh, after you know, walking around here, or whatever, floating above an altar, uh, floating above an altar across the room lies the artifact he came for, a Sith holocron. As Kylo tran- channels the Force, an energy within it is revealed. It glows in intensity. Uh, for those of you who don't know what like, a Sith holocron is, uh,
2: uh, just go watch Clone Wars.
1: Bingo. Uh, and uh, So you have to use the Force to open up a Sith holocron. And we see uh, Palpatine. Popping out of it, it's a it's a pre recording of him. Lord Vader, young Skywalker will soon be ours. I have foreseen it, but we must prepare for the unforeseen. Should he strike me down, you will take him to the Remicon system. There, you will find Torvalum, a master of the Sith Lord who instructed me. Uh, The holocron emits a laser that scans Kylo's face. The son of Skywalker will acquire a great ability beyond what you could hope to command in your damaged state. With it, uh, and that's that whole thing, Palpatine hated Darth Vader because he lost to Obi-Wan and got all fucked up. Uh, With it, he will harness the untapped powers of Mortis. That's... Rest in peace, uh, WCW wrestler, uh, Mortis. At last, we will realize ksh, 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 the death n- potential. The Histice Holocron realizes that this isn't Darth Vader. It's somebody else. So it shoots force lightning from it, attacking Kylo in the face, really effing him up to the point where like, purple veins start coming out of Kylo's skin. And he's looking really deformed there. Across the galaxy at the resistance base on uh, Korolev, Kylo's pain is felt by another, and that's Princess Leia. Ben. Leia grips a stone wall, and she has suffered more loss than any human can endure, but she remains a rock in a raging river. The team has returned, General. Mission accomplished, Connix? Not exactly. She points up, and there you see the big effing, uh, dr- uh what is that, uh, Dreadnought Destroyer. Uh, coming in with some X-Wings. Uh, we're on the ship. We see Poe and Rose. Rose snatches one of the uh, security officer's badges off, saying that she collects these. Of course, they're trying to make her kind of like a bad bitch as opposed to uh, you know how she was in The Last Jedi. She I had honestly, to learn. I honestly think that Rose could have actually been cool. I liked Rose. Uh, I think she could have been cooler. Yeah. Uh, let's see uh and leia's just like you gotta you gotta scan the ship they're probably they're crawling with enemy troops uh and then uh let's see here we got uh leia kind of scolding poe a little bit about this and rose is just like it's cool i disabled the homing beacon we're free and clear uh would you bet your life on that and they're like i don't know about that uh leia looks past them all sees ray uh standing there alone sulking whatever and uh leia goes up to finn and is just like she doesn't need a master right now she doesn't need me she needs a friend go talk to her so uh ray and finn they have a little thing back and forth and ray does the whole like you know i failed thing all those kids in the crowd they had pope in their eyes i let them down and finn's like you know it's not true you know you would have died you're you're more you're too important for that whatever um and they bring up uh him uh she's having these dreams she's screaming at the night uh and finn is just like is it him meaning kylo ren and ray is just like there's something between us i just can't explain it uh are a diet well ew. uh and uh finn's just like you gotta shut him out he can't change it's way too late but of course ray being ray just the way luke was about her father it's never too late to change finn you taught me that uh let's see what is it, Chewy? Chewy opens a blast door revealing an whole arsenal of first order weaponry. We got all those sweet walkers and stuff, guns, all kinds of things that go pew pew pew. Uh and uh there Poe's all proud of it, saying, like, I told you I'd never come back empty handed. Rose is just like, What's the point of all this? We don't have an army, we're in the dark. Uh And Ray's like, we don't have to be. She jumps on the Millennium Falcon. She starts going through all those sacred Jedi texts. The Jedi had communication system before the Old Republic. It was powered by the Nexus beneath the Jedi Temple. A Force beacon engineered to call outlying systems to war. Kind of like what Grogu sat on to reach out in the force. Okay. Yeah. Something kind of like that. Of course, this is like a different telling of it. Uh, and they're doing the whole, like, you know, it's worth a shot. We could go do this. Uh, Ray's like, yeah, hope is all we have left. We get back to a scene where Ray is training with, uh, is some kind of like, uh, I'm going to say like a, a training droid, it's not an actual droid, but it's it's it's. I I, I don't know. I you guys will have to check this out. It's kind of like a totem pole with a bunch of sticks on it that spins and whacks and whatever. She's training uh, blindfolded, and then uh, she suddenly has a vision, and it's of Kylo Ren. He's in one of those back to tank things, and you have uh, what are the droids called? The uh, the repair droids, the the nurse droids. Two one B, thank you. Uh, is working on Kylo Ren's face and is actually. Attaching layers of Mandalorian, Mandalorian armor, smelting to Kylo's face. So I, uh, I don't know if that's Vascar Vascar or not, but it says Mandalorian armor, so I'm guessing that's what it is. And they're just kind of smelting it to his face, kind of giving him like a RoboCop, Phantom of the Opera type look thing, whatever. Uh, and uh, she sees even more of uh, of a vision. And it's across the galaxy, Kylo is... Oh, Kylo is also wracked by the same vision, and it's a mountain. Uh, Snow on Jagged peats. a really old temple, older than uh, any in all of time. And there is a, a tile shown inside the temple, and it kind of resembles the temple that was on octu inside the one Jedi temple that Luke was in. Remember that one on the floor? Yep. That kind of suspiciously looked like Snoke. Yep. Uh, but then, of course, you know... Turn out Snoke wasn't even a fucking thing, whatever. But, of course, in this, Snoke was a thing. He did exist. And I'm thinking that this... I haven't read ahead yet. I'm thinking this tile may have something to do with Snoke. I don't know. Uh, But it's half black, half white. Uh, So, actually, I take that back. That has nothing to do with Snoke. Uh, An ancient chamber with two thrones of light. A well of light pulsing from below. Uh, And then we see a vision of the future with two lightsabers igniting. And it's Kylo and Ray. Ray has that sweet double-sided lightsaber, which I'm a big fan of. They fight, and uh, Kylo actually strikes Ray down here. Uh, she takes, uh, she comes to, takes her blindfold off, and she's just like, "I saw a mountain, two thrones in a rock." Kylo Ren, he's changed. Uh, and then Luke shows up. Uh, he steps into the light, and he explains, "You saw the future." Uh, Kylo saw it, too. I could feel him, like he was there with me. Where? Mortis. Luke looks grave. He sits down the same way Obi-Wan sat down with him in Empire Strikes Back. What do you know of Mortis? It's an ancient place. From a time before the Jedi, before the Sith, two thrones, two powerful beings, one of darkness, the other of light. Together, they brought balance. But it's a myth. So was I, if you remember beneath the temple of mortis lies a power beyond anything the jedi have ever known if kylo reaches the temple all we fought for will be lost you have to confront him uh and she's just like you want me to kill leia's son and he's just like you gotta bring balance to the force and she's like balance dark suffocates the light light extinguishes the dark over and over how is that balance and i absolutely love that i really love that that whole like one has to kill the other thing. That's not balance. There always has to be light and dark. Uh And Luke explains, I know that anger. I had it. My father had it too. Uh And they kind of, uh it, it ends with like Luke saying like the spork, the spork, Jesus. Hey, birdies, spork, spork, spork. spork.
0: spork. Uh, the, hey, birdies, spork. Hey, the
1: force, birdie, force, force, force. The force is speaking to you, Ray. And Rey is just like, well, maybe it's not who it thinks I am. You know, because she's always doing the whole, I'm no one. And she says that here. I'm no one. And Luke goes, if that's what you believe, then the last Jedi is dead. And she looks and goes, maybe he is. This is so badass. We get back to Kylo Ren sitting just like the way Darth Vader was sitting in Empire Strikes Back when you see the helmet lower onto his head. Uh, and it is a brand new mask. So instead of getting the mask that he destroyed off of a ship that exploded, which makes not a lick of sense to me and putting it together with, uh, I don't know, some kind of Kyber crystal. I don't know what the hell he used to forge it. Yeah. Yeah. The battle damaged helmet, whatever. I mean, as cool as it looked, Kylo Ren actually has a new helmet, which is a mix between his and Darth Vader's. It's pretty sweet. Uh, his face is really effed up, so he's going to wear this helmet with pride, and uh, it does sound different than the other two movies, and it sounds, I guess it's supposed to sound closer to Darth Vader's voice. Oh, and his, so
2: they sweet James Earl Jones would well, have got a paycheck.
1: Yeah, totally. Um, and then uh, we get back to Coruscant, where Hux is in, uh, Chancellor Hux is in that office there, and he's walking along... A bunch of little heirlooms, stuff like that. He walks across a lightsaber. Which did you? Uh, did you? You look at this, right? Yeah. I'm saying that's Mace Windu's lightsaber. You think so? I think so. That looks a lot like Mace's. Unfortunately, this part of the comic book is just black and white, but it resembles Mace's lightsaber. Yep, now, I agree. This is cool. Hux- wait, wait.
2: If that Mace's, um, nope, yep. Okay. That's definitely
1: Mace's. Well, I think Mace, Mace's. Mace
2: and Sidious's had similar hilts, but uh, no, I was this is Mace's. S- the the ridges all the way around? Yes. That's Mace. Yeah. For
1: sure. Uh, I know C- they, Sidious and Mace kind of had the same style, but of, I mean, of course Sidious was gold, but there was, like, like you said, those uh, the ridges around. Yeah, yeah, that's Mace's. I'm pretty sure this is Mace's. He, uh, Hux actually places a coin on the desk. And he is trying to use the force to move the coin. And there we have Kylo Ren walking in. Has all been well in my absence. Uh, Supreme Leader, you've returned. If I'd known, I uh, don't display. I, I, I don't need displays and possessions or titles. I uh, My Knights of Ren tell me the girl was within your grasp. Apparently your Knights of Ren took it upon themselves to deal with my Admiral's failure. That's where where the Knights actually killed... Uh, killed the admirals, whatever, uh, and, uh, Ren is just like, well, how should I handle you, and he's hold, gripping his lightsaber, and talking about how she's, uh, she's beloved, isn't she, uh, and, uh, Hux is going on, you know, belief is the solace of peasants, folklore, whatever, and, uh, they fear the force order, and Ren cuts him off, and he's like, no, they fear me, uh, and uh, they start talking about the Sith Holocron, how it was in his reach. He couldn't get it, whatever. And he just tells Hux to find the Resistance, wipe them out, and leave the girl to me. And that is to be continued for issue three, Duel of the Fates, where business really starts to pick up. In this one, boy, I tell you what. Business. Business. Business picking up.
2: Beardness. Speaking of business, I hope you like this, by I the do. way, I, I enjoy it. I, I'm going to keep reading it. I'm going to read that whole damn art. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome.
1: Um, I love Mustafar in this. Yeah, I love how Kylo isn't whiny bitch. Isn't whiny. Kylo knows Hux, he's Kylo not is a whiny, is whiny bitch. No, uh, there, there's no humor. Hux no. is evil as
2: shit. Did uh, did someone like call Hux and then, uh, you know, it was a prank call or anything like that? Did that happen in this movie?
1: God damn it. How are you going to make that character a joke? That, well, they did. Yeah. Yeah, Ryan Johnson did. Yep. Yep. All right, baby. Give me that over there and I'm super excited about this. Okay. So, I'll tell you what's great. You know
2: what's great? You go to your local comic book shop. Yeah. You pick up your normal things. You mm-hmm. go to Cash Out. Some dude's talking to you about fucking conspiracy theories. And you go biggity-bam. Honeymooners. Now, I don't know if this was... My intrigue was sparked through WandaVision. But there's something to be said about these classic sitcoms. You know, the first shows that were on television. Now, think about that.
3: When think television
2: it, started...
1: These shows were the first things the that were shown on it. very first things. Yes. So this is where these are like this your is your the groundwork. These, these are like your first like sitcom celebrities. Yes. The first like household names when it came to television. So I look down and I see The Honeymooners. Now
2: I know, I don't know a whole lot about The Honeymooners. I, all I know is it was revered as one of the best sitcoms. I mean, they reference it in Back to the Future. Yep. I mean it, it was it was glorified as a great comedy show. And not only that, I did a little research after reading this book. The honeymooners took place in one room. The whole series took place in one room. Did they just have one camera? No, they just had one set. That's wild. So imagine like a show like Seinfeld. Yeah, where every single scene took place in Jerry's apartment. Imagine Friends, where every single scene took place in the coffee shop. Honeymooners did that, they made it work. Yeah. And uh, so, basically, I, I catch, I, I'm i a big wrestling fan. Michael, you're a big wrestling fan. I see Honeymooners with a special guest star of Captain Lou Albino.
0: Uh,
2: and the, my I, hero... The artwork, I'm going to hold this up for you. The artwork on this cover is beautiful. Oh, my God. That is Absolutely beautiful. It's a dual page, front and back cover. One scene of Captain Lou cheering on uh, a mysterious wrestler in (laughs) Star Spangled Banner tights. Getting his nose blocked off by someone who kind of looks like the Iron Sheik. And I'm going to voice him as such. Please do. Uh, what year did this come out? This came out in the wonderful... Now, when I th- this comic's in pristine condition. It's beautiful. came out in 1988. What? 1988. And the beautiful man who sold it to me sold it to me to uh, retail price, two bucks. Two dollars. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. Hell of guy.
1: Hell of a
0: guy. For
2: those of you who don't know, I mean, Honeymooners... Great show. Here we go. The honeymooners in on the ropes. So it starts off. We see a wrestling ring. We got this character who kind of looks like the Iron Sheik, and he's got this kind of a dopey looking Polak in a headlock. I'm Polish, so I can say that. Okay. He's got him in a headlock and he's ramming him in the face. And the referee, he's pointing, like, no, one, two, three. And we see in the crowd, we get
0: hey Turk you you are you're a bum yo hey referffle what are you what are you walking in? you sleep dear
2: and you know the referee he's talking to the this 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 behemoth of a man come on Turk so the man who looks like Aaron Sheik, his name's Turk we've we've gathered bring it up come on one two three four two, right, three, all right I'll let him go he slams this poor Polish gentleman <laughs> to the mat. Then he steps on his damn hand, that poor man. Hey, Riffle, what are you, what are you seeing? You, you always just see an eye dog there. And then, hey, get off his hand, you bum. Turk says, "Who you calling a bum, you fat boy?" <laughs> humming, 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 humming. <laughs> Oh no, sir. was what, was, was it me? Never forget a face, but in your case, I will remember both of them. Oh, well, you can't treat my pal like that. Who do you think you are? You're, you're just a big bully. Turk the Terrible's my name. I'm the biggest, baddest, meanest, toughest wrestler in the world.
0: Oh, well, yeah? Well, my sister surely cooks tougher turkeys than you.
2: <laughs> I make this challenge next week. I'll give a thousand dollars to anyone who can beat the Turk. Oh my gosh, he just stomps. He stomps on the back of this Polish man. He stomps on he's making him humble. I think he just broke his back. He literally double foot stomps on the man's back. Like Kevin back. Sullivan? Oh yeah. Hardcore. Stay, there, I ain't done with you yet. Hey, fat boy, he's talking to to uh the man in the crowd. How'd you like to get your face twisted like this? The fat man in a bus driver suit passes out, ah. and he's caught by his chum. The next day, we see kids playing in the street. It's beautiful. They're playing stickball, of all things. But wait, there's a car coming. Beep, beep, screech. Tommy, look out for the car. Tommy looks back, he sees the car, but it's too late. Oh, the man in the bus driver suit tackles Tommy, but he falls in some quick dry cement. Oh, son, splash. And he says, don't you say a word to his friend. Be careful, Norton. Norton's his friend. Well, who's this chum in the bus driver's suit? Who could that be? Oh, it's our hero, Ralph.
0: We just keep the stiff up a lip there, Ralph. Have <laughs> you out of there in a jiffy?
2: <laughs> and 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 Norton, he's chiseling away at his buddy Ralph. He's covered in concrete. Little boy says, "Hey, I got some cherry bombs upstairs. Maybe we could use them to blow him out." <laughs>
0: Ruffy boy, oh, I feel just like Michael. Michael, Mike, My- Michael, who? You know the Michelangelo. Ah, oh, shut
2: up and be careful. <laughs> Gee, whiz, Mister Camden? I
0: I could have been run over.
2: It's just not safe to play in the streets anymore, Tommy. Too many cars. I tell you what, I'm gonna rent that lot down the street, and I'm gonna I'm gonna build you a ballpark to play in a safe
0: spot. Well, hold on, Ralphie. One last chunk. Here we go with the hammer. A ka-chunk. Oh, Ralphie's foot. Ah! Ah,
2: there. God damn it, there, Norton. What you do to me now? (laughs) Then we see Norton. He's chomping away on a sandwich. We see Ralphie. He's getting ridiculed by Ralphie, how could you do that? You know how much that lot down the street costs? You make a bus driver's salary. How are you going to pay for that lot? How are you going to break the promise to those boys? Well, simple, Alice. I'm gonna... I'm gonna... I'm gonna... I'm gonna calm down. I'm gonna... I'm gonna... I'm gonna wait and talk to my friend. (laughs) I'm gonna calm down. I'm gonna calm down. (laughs) Now, if you know the Honeymooners, you know what Ralphie really wanted to say. Oh, yeah. Oh, we see... We see Mrs... We see this old lady coming. Oh, you're a wonderful man, Mr. Crampton. Thank you! Thank you for saving my boy Tommy! Ah it was nothing. Oh my sinks are stopped up and my husband is away. I was I was wondering if you boys could help me.
0: Oh, yeah, Miss Manicani, you are talking to the man who single handedly unclogged the Cusco Street sewer. We'll be right up there. I
2: can't let those kids down, Norton. I just I just gotta get their money
0: somehow. Hey, 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 don't worry there, Ralphie boy. I will find you sooner or later. As we say in the sewer, good things come to those who wait. <laughs> oh, there, Ralphie boy.
2: We see Ralph and Norton up there and Miss Carmedin's. She's She's got her apartment. Oh, sorry, not Miss Carmden. Carmden, uh, Miss Manicati. She's up there and they're unclogging her sink. We see Norton just going to town with his plunger. Who's this a picture of, Miss Manacotti? Oh, that's my nephew, Lewis. He's training wrestlers. He runs the most famous gym in New York. Wait a minute there. I got it, Norton. Not now, Ralphie boy. I got the solution, Norton.
0: A thousand dollar idea. Well, hold your horses there, Ralphie. This is a pretty delicate business here we go oh no the plunger comes right out of the sink pop
2: right on ralphie's face you ever have a plunger stuck to your face it's not a good time no you know where that plunger's been
0: you know you remind me of pinocchio and now you got a nose to mash that big mouth of yours yeah ralphie boy (laughs) so we cut we see this wrestling gym and we see
2: Captain Lou Albano in all his glory and his Hawaiian shirt beautiful beard he says glad to meet both of you fellas my aunts mentioned you many times now what can I do for you well you see it's like this I made a promise to the Tommy and the boys and I gotta raise the money to build them a park to play the old stick ball, And that's where he, he says, can you train me to be a wrestler? <laughs> what? Captain Lou says, wait, you want to be a wrestler? Pardon me. <laughs> you fat fuck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, fat you
2: fat bus, bus driving <laughs> fuck.
0: Well, real be this the end of your thousand dollar I do. And then Ralphie pleads with
2: Captain Lou. He says, "Please, you gotta help me. I gotta win that thousand bucks to build the park to help these kids play stickball." And that's where we find out that the wrestler that issued the challenge, the old iron chic looking son of a gun, uh huh, he is the nemesis. The Turk is the nemesis of Captain Lou. Apparently, he's been poaching talent from Captain Lou all these years. So he goes, finally, I'm going to train you. But no more cakes. No more cookies. No more sitting on your fat ass, Ralph. You got to get to work. So we see Ralph training montage style. 1930 style. No Rocky style. We're talking like manual treadmills. We're talking getting medicine balls thrown. Medicine balls. Medicine balls. At your ball, Thrown right at your belly. We're seeing... Ralph punching on a a punching bag with the picture of Turk right on there. He punches it. Wow. God damn it. Ah, my hand. Alice, right to the moon with you. Right to the moon, Alice. Right to the
0: moon. (laughs) And we see poor Ralphie boy. in his bus uniform. You know, old Norton's walking him up to say, Well, Ralphie, I think you're going to make a very colorful wrestler. How do you mean there, Norton? You're going to be black and blue all over. <laughs> so there's Alice.
2: Ralph, where have you been? Um, oh, I had a got to go emergency lodge meeting. Don't bother me with dinner, sweetheart. I want to go right to sleep. There he goes to bed. The next morning, Alice, she's talking to old Norton.
0: Oh, Ralph now we're going to go for a morning run. I'm going to run for the bus. We got to be in the work early, both of us. Alice, she doesn't buy it.
2: She knows that, that fat bastard didn't run. She goes, wakes him up. Now, the nice thing about this is we get a two-page insert after that little break on Captain Lou Albino. With Captain Lou. Yeah. Nice little interview about Captain Lou. Now, this is 88. So this is like the heat of the Cindy Lauper stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a celebrity at this point. You know, he's doing some stuff. Is he a uh, super heel in here? Uh, I don't think so. I think he's still babyface. He's, baby just, face. he's, he's doing. Luke? He's super fucking Mario Bro, is what he is. I thought that was '89. Well, still that era. You okay. Know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we see
0: Ralphie and Norton. They're going for a jog. I can't do it, Norton. I gotta. I want to go back to bed. Well, that's what the old Ralphie boy. It's not the Ralphie boy I know. If you want to quit now, do you want to? Those boys ain't gonna look up to you. You fat bastard. <laughs> I'm improvising here, little
1: folks. Yeah, I
0: don't so. Do yeah,
1: yeah.
2: There's no swears in this, no. but I'm
1: gonna. But it's a, a honeymoon. I'm, I'm gonna spruce
2: it up. I'm gonna spruce it up.
1: You're making it a uh, real Gen X over there. Yeah, you know what I'm doing. And and then he goes, you know, you know
2: what
0: those boys is gonna call you that, Ralphie boy? Why? It's a hippo crit. You get it there, Ralphie? You break your word. You're fat. Hippo, You're a hippo? hippo crit. You're a hypocrite. Oh
1: my god, I'm stealing that.
0: You wanna lose those kids look up to you? You don't want to do that. And then you know, bam, he did it. He got to the top
2: of
1: the I did it!
2: I did it. And then we go back, we see we see uh Ralphie training with Captain Lou in the gym. And he's telling him you can flip him over the ropes if you just do this and Ralph falls on his fat ass and he says it won't hurt you if you put your mind to it, Ralph. I ain't my mind that's hurting there, Camelou. And then we see Ralphie. He's doing his day job, driving that bus. I gotta practice my holds. Hey, driver, <laughs> give me a transfer. Practice my holds. First, you grab him round the neck. I said, "I give me a transfer." Hey, let go! What are you crazy? What? Well, oh, I'm so sorry, miss. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to do that to you there. Ralphie says, "Well, well, well." It's Turk. What on the bus? On the bus. Everybody traveled by bus back in these days. It was considered classy. If it ain't the fat boy again, if I ever run into you again, fat stuff, I'm gonna make sausages out of you. Now give me my transfer. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and then we go right back to Captain Lou's gym. Ralph is like, I can't face the Turk. He's going to kill me if he sees my fat mug again.
0: Oh, i got an idea. You can wear a mask. That way he'll never know who you are there, Ralphie. And they run the
2: idea through Captain Lou. Captain Lou thinks it's great. He goes, you know what else? I'm going to coach you from underneath the ring. I'll be under there. I'll, I'll throw my coaching tips up there. Just like Hornswoggle." Then, meanwhile, at 32-8 Chauncey, that's the that's Ralph's abode. He's the king there, King Ralph, if you will. And we see Trixie, and we see uh, Alice, and they got tickets because Miss Manicani couldn't use them. So they got tickets to go to this old wrestling shindig. They're going to go. They're going to check it out. They don't know what Ralphie's been up to. The next night, Turk Heath hands out the challenge, 1000 bucks to anybody who can beat me. And we see Ralph with his mask on. Oh, boy, Ralph, no. It's now one never.
0: Ralph, you got to do it. You got to do it.
2: And he, you know, Turkey says, "Uh, that voice sounds familiar this fat guy. It can't be. He wouldn't do that. Ralphie gets in there. We see the family cheering on. Turk is a jerk. Captain Lou under the ring. He's telling him to stay tough, though. All right. We see the referee. All right there, fellas. Yeah, yes. Mix it up now. Okay, okay, okay. This Mullen. He looks just like him with glasses. Crazy. Uh, And Brown hair. Sorry, I know you're proud of your red hair heritage, but very close. And then Turk says, come on, you tub boy. And we hear Captain Luke, come on, Ralphie, get him in a headlock. Turk's knocking him around. He's throwing Ralphie all over the place. He's beating the shit out of old Ralphie. Ralphie's got no defenses, no defenses. Then we see Turkey throws him. And that's where Captain Luke's like, Ralph's never going to hear me with all this noise going on. He's under the ring. How can he hear him? We see old Norton in the car. Oh no, dear, I didn't look good. Oh, good old Ralphie boy, he's not gonna, he's not gonna do so well. Oh, I better get down there and try to. Oh, sheesh, sheesh, it's the girls, the girls are here they watch it. I can't get in here now. Oh, Alice, she can't watch this. Trixie, she doesn't like it either. Then we get Tonk Turk just headbutts like viciously headbutts old Ralphie right in the face. He's out cold. Oh. He he just like like when Muhammad just punched Muhammad Ali punched that guy and he like fell through the ropes. That's what happens to poor Ralphie Is boy. This a
1: shoot? Oh yeah. Well it's it's eighty eight. Ah.
2: Wrestling's a shoot, brother.
1: Yeah, you get a you get a fan in the ring, it's a shoot. It's a shoot, my man.
2: So Ralphie he falls out of the ring. He's still got the mask on, rolls under, Captain Lou pulls him under. By chance Captain Lou's got the same singlet on. And he goes, Oh, you sure a gutsy guy, Ralph it's about time that you had a little help. What? It's, so Captain Lou puts the mask on. He climbs in the ring. He says, I've been waiting for this moment for a long time. You're going to get yours, Turk, poaching my talent in this town. So he gets in there. He beats the shit out of Turk. And they call him the Mask Marvel. Everybody's going crazy. Yeah. Oh, oh, boy, I never knew the Ralphie could do that. Oh, boy. And he makes Turk say uncle. Captain Lou, the masked marvel. He makes Turk say uncle, uncle, uncle. He raises his hand in victory. And that's what Captain Lou's like, I got to get out of this ring. Ralphie needs this attention. Ralphie needs this gratification. He slides under the ring again. He puts the mask back on Ralphie. Ralphie goes in there. He gets 1000 bucks to build that park for the boys. They can play some sick ball in the streets. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. You know, Norton, oh, Ralphie, boy, you were great. You did it. You did it. I did. I mean, it It was a mere bag of shells, Norton. That'll be the day when a bum like that son of a bitch gets me the best. I'm going to tell you. Trixie, you know, Alice, they they can't believe it's Ralph. Now we cut to a nice little heartfelt scene. Good old Tommy. Boy almost got ran over by the car. He's talking to his uncle, his great uncle, Captain Lou. He goes, listen. I know it was you as a mass Marvel. Thank you. He goes, you should thank Ralph. Ralph had the guts to stand up for you kids, make the challenge, build you that park. And then we cut to a nice dinner scene. We got Captain Lou. We got Norton. We got Ralphie. We got Alice. We got Trixie. We got Tommy. We got Miss Manicotti. Oh, they're all having a beautiful dinner. And, you know, Ralphie. You know, these were all great things. You make life worthwhile. And if everybody just gave a little of themselves to help others, the world would be a better place. Yeah, that could stand true today. It's crazy. And, you know, Captain Lou, spoken like a true champ, Ralph. Right to that, says Norton. You know, yeah, well, she loves her husband, Ralph. And now, Ralphie, he goes, and now you, Miss Metacaddy. Yes, Mambo time Mambo number five Start dancing Start cutting that damn rug Having a grand old time
1: A little bit of Monica Ooh, in
2: my life boy. A little
1: bit of Monica in my life And that's how you sitcom A little bit sitcom, of Monica folks. in my life A little bit of Monica in my Oh, 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 oh. Mambo number five I, I preferred Mambo number three Ah, it's not spicy enough.
2: I tell you, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this. I did. I, it forced, Will, that
1: was a lot of fun,
2: dude. It, it made me do research on this uh, this staple in sitcom history. Did it? Like, like the honeymoon, like, I knew about the honeymooners, but I didn't really know about the honeymooners. I wanted to do yeah. a little research to get the voices, get the characteristics down. Like, I didn't know Norton was a sewer worker. That's why I made that crack about the sewers. Um, I mean, this book... I mean, it's in the fact that I got this for two dollars. Like I'm, not, it's just beautiful. The artwork's amazing.
1: Now, are you gonna start going on kind of like a a hunt I, now for stuff like this, obscure, I, not I, obscure, but like classic sitcoms turn into comics? I might. Like I, I mean, this the
2: fact that this is like '88. Yeah. Like I feel like the stuff with Archie. I've read some of it. I've done some of the stuff here on the on the panel, but like that stuff seems kind of updated. It is. Yeah. Which I'm sure like watching the honeymooners, this is even updated. Like there's multiple locations. Yeah. Which they and, like Well, that's
1: what? That's like thirty years after yeah, the show actually yeah. premiered. But
2: the beautiful thing about this, like I'm going through this book, right? And one great thing about old comics is like when you see the ads. Now there's there's an ad for where you can you can order the back issues.
1: Is there like X ray vision ads? Like in look there? at this. That's really cool. That got, artwork is yeah,
2: great. I know. The artwork's beautiful. There's there's an ad that's halfway through this where you can order the back issues. There's a official Honeymooner's Treasury, which is made it's a book like recalling the, the history of the show, made by the creators of the show. I know there's like there's uh like I said earlier, there's a two page spread interview with Captain Lou. Um there's also uh, there's another ad for—you uh, get a subscription to the Honeymooners comic book with them in chef's hats. Okay. With Norton and Ralph in chef's hats. I mean, it's just—the it. Uh, it uh, the honeymooners
1: trading cards, apparently. How long do you think the Honeymooners actually was like on air? Uh, I, I It's longer than I would—I'd I, say 30 years. Okay, so there's thirty nine episodes of the honeymooners. But at last like they spread them out. The first episode premiered October first, nineteen fifty five. The final episode, September twenty second, nineteen fifty six. Holy shit, that's it? Dude, so like so you think sh- about it. Think about it, though. Thirty nine episodes. So that could have been like right right there, that could have been four seasons.
2: That's crazy.
1: Yeah. But this has been this has lived on in syndication for like decades.
2: Yes, Jackie Gleason is known as Ralph.
1: Yes, yeah, Jackie Gleason will always be Ralph. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's I mean this laid the groundwork for sitcoms in our time.
1: It absolutely did.
2: Yeah, uh... and it's just it's nice to go back. Like I said, I think my interest was peaked due to Wandavision. Oh uh, yeah, and, very, and rehashing yeah, old sitcoms, but I mean, this is this issue that I, I read to you is issue number seven of twenty-four. So there what? are twenty-three more issues out there, and just I mean, just the artwork alone is totally worth. I mean, if you can get these at a, a good deal, like I said, I mean, I stumbled on this for two bucks.
1: Yeah, that's impressive.
2: And when I when I purchased it, uh. It's a guy I go to regularly, and he was he was amazed that uh, I mean I'm 36, and he was like, "You know about the honeymooners?" Well, you're you're very
1: cultured. I just like to look back at our history and learn from it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, as we should always learn from history. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not perfect. No, but of course it's not. It. I mean,
2: there's something so wholesome. About old sitcoms.
1: Uh, Yeah, I agree. Um, There is a a little bit about like Captain Lou, dude. Did you know that Vince Sr., uh, McMahon Sr., when he was on his deathbed, one of the last things he told his son, Vince, who took over WWWF, uh, which was known at the time. He said, always keep Captain Lou Albano on payroll. Beep. And he died kind of similar to uh Walt Disney Great. You don't know this? I don't, I don't think Walt Disney said any wait,
2: wait, Oh wait, 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 wait. The last thing he said was Kurt Russell. That's
1: right. That's right. Yes. I forgot about that. That's the last thing Walt Disney said. I thought it was something died. like anti-Semitic, no. but yeah. Kurt Russell is maybe the
2: key. maybe Kurt Russell is anti-Semitic, you bastard. I don't I doubt it. So, I doubt that. No. Yeah,
1: but no, that was the last thing Walt Disney said was Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Yes, that's right. Oh my God, is that so
2: fucking weird? That's you know, it's it's crazy. But I mean, it's good stuff, man. I just loved it because I love Captain Lou. I wanted to learn more about this this institution that started sitcoms. And, uh, yeah, this was great. I literally just stumbled upon this. I think I'm going to do this
1: more. I'm just going to,
2: like, just look randomly at comic book shops, find
1: something that catches my eye, and go with it. Dude, I think that's awesome. I'm going to continue with Dola Fates. Yeah, I-, I can't wait to hear the rest of it. Yeah. Uh, hey, man, I know uh, you got your thing, but uh we were talking about Carpenter earlier. So I'm just going to say that I came here to, uh, Chew podcasts and kick bubblegum and I'm all out of pot. I said all of this wrong. You really mucked it up. I did.
0: Yeah.
1: So I guess on that note, guys, uh tune in for the next episode of the panel discussion and Abuta Eva Classic. <gasps> this is uh, podcasting. Yay! Yeah! Hey, poor
2: Porsche Mew was impregnated by Minikoi <laughs>